Hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City. I'm your host, DJ Crooked. I've got DJ Never. Yo, what up, dog? You got DJ D Miles. What's good? What's good? Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we got a special guest. It's actually been, I think, almost two years to the day. Yeah. You're, wow. You were one of our first guests over here. One of my favorite DJs in the city. Definitely uh, uh, has become the face of Las Vegas hip hop, I think. And yes. he's a resident DJ at Dre's. Known for his sundrays, the Sunday party, which is uh, hitting like a massive level of recognition hit, in the country. I right? just hit five years too. Five years, congratulations yeah. on that. We got DJ Franzen. What's good? <laughs> yeah, what's good, man? What's good, my brother? So five years now. Five years, my longest running residency ever in life. Yeah, wow, nice, man. in that's, life. That's not that's not easy. Five no. years. Five no. years. No, I, was not. Not. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. When did you start? 2014, 15? Uh, the beginning the beginning of 2015. Beginning yeah. of 2015. Mm-hmm. Ja- uh, January 4th, mm-hmm. 2015 was my first night at Dre's. Wow. How has I mean, how has it evolved from then to now? I mean, it's I mean, Man. I could I can tell you one thing from my perspective as someone who goes to Dre's, the door is unbearable. Yeah, like trying to get into the club. Oh, fuck, <laughs> there's like layers to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's like a Super Mario game. Just you keep passing the levels. And I hate bothering you or Cyber Kid or Robbie. You, know, you guys are always good though. Yeah, yeah. but I hate bothering yeah. motherfuckers. Like I hate, bo- but like yeah. there's no other way to get in without bothering somebody. Exactly. You guys are always good with me. Just I don't know, know that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But we're not good at the door, friends. We're good with you, but the front. The but it's not like even that. Like I get through the times. door. I get through the door, you go to the elevator, and then you got to get through to the DJ booth, which is like the VIP oh, section. Oh, that's even worse, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get there. Yeah, that's like, fire. That's, that's nobody, like, nobody want to bother you, friends, while you're DJing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I need security bugging you, but it's like, it's really strict to get into that DJ booth. Yeah. Yeah, well, to the section. To you got to have a wristband just to get into that area. Yeah, yeah. to that area, but that the VIP DJ booth. Ba- it's kind of backstage, right? It really is. Yeah. That, that's how it's set up, you know? Um that's the that's the gift of Dre's nightclub. Like, <clears throat> I know we've all played at you know various locations before, but you know when you're DJing, you get in the zone and you don't like to be bothered. That's yeah. a lot. That goes for a lot of DJs. Yeah. And I'm not the type of DJ to have you know five, ten people around me while I'm DJing. I like to really be up there by myself in my own zone. Yeah. yeah. Um. But as far as the section goes, yeah, it's pretty tough to get in there. But you know. If I see you guys, you guys are going to be good regardless. No, you'll always take care yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. You sent Gino. Always. Gino will come pick you up. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely, I definitely feel like like a thought. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be like, especially oh, when you have a wristband. I see those every week. I feel like so thirsty. I'm just like. Keep calling. I'm like I'm like waiting for friends into like. Can you get friends in? Gino, 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 and I'm with her. I'm with her. Can we get? Can we get in? Can we get in? It's not just me. I'm bringing some. But you know what? That's that's a lot of that's a lot of venues in Vegas, though. You know what I mean? They 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 make it tough like that for a reason. It's not no. I mean, Dre's is 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 a is. I mean, all clubs on a Saturday night in Vegas can be a shit show, but I would say Dre's definitely is. Because you have right. the artists in the section there. Right, exactly. So it's even mm-hmm. more, like, you can't bring. It's not just the artists, too. Remember, it's also, also the owner's, owner's section. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of shit going on. Everybody. <laughs> like, it's like the VIP. Yeah. Of every, the whole venue, VIPs, yeah. the artists, like right. celebrities who are in town, yeah. athletes mm-hmm. who are in town, they go there. You yeah. know, and it's crazy because you know sometimes you'll see like you know a basketball player or or you know uh, uh, 
an Instagram model trying to get in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. for the life of them, they can't get in that area. We still doing the Instagram model <laughs> shit? Like, yeah, yeah, we still. <laughs> they still around. I remember one time I was at a table on the dance floor. I looked up, I'm like, is that Dave Chappelle? Like, yeah. he was literally just there chilling on that little side on the stage. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's crazy. Dave, ever since I've been DJing at Dre's, Whenever Dave's in town, uh -huh. he'll hit me. He'll be like, I'm coming through tonight. Nice. Yeah. Like, Dave Chappelle really loves music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Um, Hip-hop particularly. But I remember one time he took the mic. He was loaded. <laughs> this dude was drunk. He took the mic, and he started singing 1999 by Prince. And everybody's <laughs> looking at him like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know that song. I yeah. love Prince. Like, yeah. So I was grooving. But I'm looking at the crowd, and they're like, what is Dave Chappelle doing Did right Dave now? drink? Yeah. Does he? Oh it's funny God. though that I, well, the first time I saw him, he was drinking duels. No. Is that the non beer? That's the non beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was drinking those. Nah, he drinks. So he, no, he drinks. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, he opened up his latest stand up comedy with that exact same song. Yeah. yeah. What's 1999? That? Uh, Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Oh, that's Prince. right. That's right. So he he did. opened open with that. that. Yeah. Maybe that Night of Dre's inspired, you probably inspired that him. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he loved the song. He, he sang the whole song down there, the first but, verse. But didn't he do like a little speed? He did like a good three to five minutes on the mic. Pause. Yeah, he he, he always does, man. He always yeah. goes up there and talks to the crowd. People love him, man. Yeah, yeah. of course. He's yeah. an icon. Like, yeah. Um, but you get shit like done. that. You got to juggle shit like that when you DJing, kind of. Yeah, like, right? you do, but, man, that's Dave Chappelle. Okay, so know? then what do you play after Dave Chappelle gets on? That's the thing, right? See, Dave, he really likes, he loves, like I said, he loves hip-hop, but that 90s and 2000s era, yeah, yeah. Yeah. if I play like a Biggie or a Pac record or even like an old-school Fabulous record or an OJ record, yeah, yeah. he'll go crazy. Yeah. It's funny, like, people don't realize, like, when everyone wants to get into the big rooms with the celebrities, yeah, and the the trick is is how to DJ for the celebrities in the big room, like, and it's not only that. Like, uh, I know Ross one, he'll do like the the Rock Nation brunch. Uh -huh. There's not many dudes who can DJ that room right without embarrassing the rapper by playing all their songs. There's so many dudes in there. There's so many beefs. There's so many relationships. Yeah, you gotta find a good way to finesse. Like, if Meek's there, you're gonna play like Dreams and Nightmares. You're gonna, you gotta play like a B side on the album. You gotta yeah. play House an party. album cut. You, you know what I'm play saying? Some cool shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a, there's a certain way to finesse it, and you can even tell like if you if you get to know certain artists, you'd be like, I know I know what what's gonna what uh, I can get his attention. He'll he'll be more comfortable to maybe get on the mic and start rapping some shit. And you and know that, sometimes right? sometimes the artists they don't even want to hear their own records. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get that? Like an artist, um, come up to, or artist people like, come up to he you. He hits you with the like, yeah, no, no, not tonight. To you, that, that's no. a rare thing with hip hop artists, though. They want to hear their records yeah, in the club. Kind of. Know, you know yeah. what? Yeah. I kind of get a feel because, um, for the most part, like I know a lot of them personally, so I kind of get a feel on, you know, how they react, or you know, I'll look at their body language, mm -hmm. you know. But if the people around them are having fun, just let it go. They want to hear your music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know yeah, what I mean. Exactly. You make yeah. good music. Like, yeah. leave it alone. Mm -hmm. You know, like I remember like when when Drake first started coming out here and we did, you know, private parties at the Palms, all these sweet parties I used to throw at the Palms. And I'd, you know, do a little Drake set and he'd be like, bro, change the music. I'm like, bro, do you see these people dancing? You see these girls singing to your record? Like, mm -hmm. they're passionate about it. Yeah. Like, let it go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You could tell Drake yeah. that? Yeah, for real. I mean, definitely. He said when Drake first came out, would you, would you do that you, now? If Drake would like, come up to you, if Drake come up to you, you'd be like, hey, he'd be like, hey, um, friends, um, please don't play my music right now. He knows I'm going to play his music. <laughs> yeah. That's one guy that knows that. He knows I'm a fan of his music. And, you know, I've been down with dudes since day one. So, I mean, he makes 
a lot of DJs job easier. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Right. It's, it's you know what I mean? So, yeah. And I yeah. tell him that all the time, and I think he gets it now. Yeah. You know, but earlier in his career, he's like, man, don't play my shit when I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is, though. <laughs> is it like uh, Drake? You've been down with OVO. You've been down with Drake, and he, you, y'all motherfuckers are tight, crazy, like really tight. Just, um, the last time he was at the win. Um, when he did a private show, he did a private show in Intrigue. Check this story out. So there's this billionaire guy who spends a bunch of money at XS. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Drake was there during CES. Uh huh. Um, this guy couldn't attend because he had a meeting or something, and he's like a big Drake fan. Um, when he found out he couldn't make it, he was like, you know what? I wonder if I could rent Intrigue and book Drake for like two or three million to perform for me and sixty of my friends. <laughs> Wow. And he made it happen. Jesus Christ. That's poor. Like that? Just like that. Wow. And it was just a private event for him and his friends. Like, literally, there was like 80 to 100 people there. And Drake's going all out like he's performing for 20,000 in wow. an arena. Yeah. Yeah. As Crazy. soon as that wire came in. Yeah. As soon as the cash app cleared up. Yeah. You got yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. put on that arena energy, yo. Yeah. Jesus Christ, real. man. That's yeah. crazy. Like, Were you there? No, I wasn't there. You wasn't there. I had to work at Dre's that night. I gotta, I gotta ask a question because as a DJ, right? Uh-huh. I can I, I feel like I see things from your perspective. Mm-hmm. So knowing that you have a relationship with Drake, does it kind of hurt? And it, it's not. I know it's not personal, but does it kind of hurt that Drake has a residency at like Excess and you can't DJ there because obviously you're at Dre's and you have an exclusivity with Dre's, like. But it, it's kind of like, damn, we're in the same city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we can't throw down together. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, at first, I was like, you know what? Why can't we get him at Dre's? But I understand the politics of, right. you know, what's going on. Trust me, I've been trying to get dude at Dre's for the last yeah. four or five years. But, you know, due to the politics out here in Vegas and politics everywhere in the world, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we just couldn't make it happen. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, I mean, we do other shit yeah, besides yeah. the club, which is more more fun and more valuable to I me. I know y'all do, like, after parties yeah, at, at yeah. Rhino. Oh, man, those get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes to Aria, where to elevate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. You can't speak on that that part, though. No, but no, I know no, that no. Rhino, I, I, I've been at Rhino, uh-huh. Spimmer Rhino. You know, shout to the fellas there. Shout to Zachariah. Yeah. Shout to Reggie. Uh, James, Reggie, yeah. all uh, Mark, all I love the homies. The rhino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw up the rhino sign. Yes. 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 <laughs> One time. By the way, their food is amazing over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had the salmon God. there? The salmon. I haven't had the salmon. I've been trying to put cook it on, man. You don't the want salmon? the teriyaki salmon, man. My new thing over there is the loco moco with the uh, with the Beyond Meat burger. Really? Oh, wow. yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. 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 Semi pause on that one. That's That's wine style. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's style. good. Good for you guys eating eating that shit at Rhino. <laughs> 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 no, I, do, I, do, I do a lot of shit at Rhino. I don't know if I, I'm going to eat the salmon. I don't know if I can eat that seafood at uh, strip I'm telling you, man, right now. <laughs> the yeah, hey, their, their shrimp over there is amazing. That um, What kind, what, of, what kind of shrimp? It's like butter shrimp. You know what? Maybe Sautéed shrimp. Maybe, I kind of take his word, though. I'll take Maybe, maybe if word. I tour the kitchen real quick, maybe I ask Zachariah or Mark. If yeah, I let me do expect that. You're the expect. I, know, man. Like, it's, I feel like, like there's an old Chinese lady think, making like, all this shit. Four in the morning, somebody's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, health spec- like no, I feel like there's an old Chinese lady just killing, just, I, just killing it. Just killing it. Just killing it, yo. The Mexican I've never helpers. eaten anything that wasn't good at Rhino. Straight up. Hey, yo. That's a little personal. I'm out, man. Come on. No, but like, I was there at Rhino. You know what I'm saying? I'll be there with homies, and all these girls are trying to get into the Drake room, right? Yeah. 
crazy. Like fighting over. I'm just saying Drake room. It's the Drake room, though. Chinese fire drill. I see (laughs) crazy. I see respectable. I I see see respectable (laughs) gentlemen in the nightlife industry, promoters, hosts, Uh managers, DJs, Mm -hmm. also. Trying to get trying in. To get thirsty in? trying to get in there. Like, uh, me, what, what about me? I'm friends and friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing all of this shit. When, when all of that happens, and they sometimes run out of singles, right? I think they oh, ran no, out they? of singles. They have to have like over 50,000 in singles now. One time, here's a funny story. One time, um, it was probably the second or third party we did at the Rhino, and Drake wanted like, I don't know, 50 to fifty to 60,000 in yeah, ones. Yeah. And they had to go to a casino to get more ones. Mm. Wow. Of course, yeah, the casino is gonna have money. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never forget. So that I think night. they, I think they gotta have at least over a, a, a buck fifty in ones. Is that possible? It's possible. Yeah, definitely <laughs> possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, for That's sure. Some crazy ass shit. Especially convention time, yeah. like big weekends. They mm-hmm. gotta they fight probably, weekends. Yeah. yeah, they gotta have it. And here's the thing too: like a lot of people don't know that the workers. These females, they have to count those ones one by one before they check out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's work. Hey, you get 10,000 ones that night, you got to count all 10,000 ones, girl. But that's the funny thing is you see shorties. <laughs> you see shorties. It's not, see, like, it's not the strip club. Like, Rhino isn't like Atlanta or New York. Absolutely not. Where everyone shares whatever falls on the floor. Mm-hmm. They don't share that shit. So literally, I don't know what they work out at Rhino, mm-hmm. but I see girls walking out of the Drake room with like bags. Bags. a trash duffel bags. bag or a trash bag of ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Guaranteed. yeah, because they're like, I earned this shit. I'm not sharing with these other bitches. Yeah, no Guaranteed. tip sharing. Yeah, huh? yeah. There's no tip sharing there. Jesus. So you'll see like, yeah, it's it's like a real shit show. Of like a bunch of thirsty motherfuckers trying to get in. Uh-huh. Strippers walking out with like duffel bags and <laughs> trash bags of ones. And everyone's just like, yo, I really, we need to get in. Like, what the fuck? Like, and, and, it's, and it's getting crazy, yo. Yeah, and then you see, you see other strippers seeing that. They're yeah. like, yeah, I got to get in. I got to get my bag, too. And I feel yeah. bad for the dudes that, like, the regular dudes outside, because all the strippers are kind of, like, giving them dances, but they're looking at that Drake door. They're like, like, <laughs> they rather be they're there. For, they're waiting for the opening. They rather be in the Drake room they instead of being in the Drake room. I feel like the dudes are like, yo, man, if you want to go to the Drake room, you could go. Like, you could a half-ass lap you know, dance. Yeah, you have, they'd be like, I'll be right back. Be like, you lying. You're going to the Drake room, right? You're lying to me, right? You're going with that light skin motherfucker. <laughs> you're going to the Drake room. But I, I, I do want to talk about your five years at, at Dre's, because mm-hmm. I think that's... A milestone. I think that's monumental. Definitely, man. I was tripping off that shit myself. I think it's like, something you should be very proud of. But I, I want to know. Definitely. I want to know as a DJ how you approach that night because I know doing a weekly, a weekly night like that without sounding redundant, without doing the same mixes, without having the same energy, mm-hmm. and and then having fun and approaching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you do that? And sometimes you're there from like Thursday to Sunday, right? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Most of the times, um, with yeah, the exception so of if if I'm out of town, yeah, 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 you know, like doing other stuff. So, like, how would you? Obviously, I, I would think you would approach a Sunday differently from a Friday and Saturday. Well, Sunday when I'm by myself and there's no artist, it gives me a little bit more leeway to, right. you know, play some of the stuff that you don't usually hear in the club. Right. So Sunday, I'll do a little 15, 20 minute R and B set, and you'll you could see you could I like I'm the type of DJ that looks at the crowd all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i gotta make sure they're having fun so when i do that r&b set or that 90s or that 2000 set you see you see that you see a whole different energy come out of 
you know, out of people. Yeah. Because they're hearing this song that came out in middle school and right. high school, mm-hmm. you know, uh, songs that came out when they couldn't even go to clubs yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now they're in Vegas. They're drunk. They're having a good time. They're on vacation. And when they hear that song, it just hits them differently. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that leeway right there is, is cool when I'm by myself. But, you know, when there's an artist, because, you know, artists at Dre's, they perform for 45 minutes. Like, right. it's a real show. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have, like, we had an artist one time. I'm not going to name no names. He was supposed to do 45 minutes. He only did, I think, like 18 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Victor was there. The was owner it a was new there. artist? Um, no, this artist has been around for a minute. So they had the catalog to do 45. They had a catalog to do an hour. Wow. Um, and he only did like 20 minutes. And he that or was she just... only did 20 minutes. <laughs> he or she. I'm a... It was a he. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, that was his first and last time at Dre's. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So so Victor Dre, the owner, he's he's on it. He's actually timing that oh, shit. Oh, he's, he's yeah. on it. He's on it. We, we actually have an iPad on stage by the DJ booth. That counts down to 45 minutes. Wow. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen that? It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, no. Is there is there a way you go through music and you organize your music so that you can just play different shit on Sundays? Or? Well, my main thing is, like, I have to play all the hot shit that's out right now. Of course. Yeah. Um, You know, being the headliner DJ, that's what... That's what they want to hear. They want to mm-hmm. hear all the hot shit that's out right now. But I'm, of course, I'll mix it up with a little, you know, with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, yeah. going to an Afrobeat set, a reggae set, whatever it is. Um, the way I approach it, I just, man, I vibe off the crowd. It's all about the crowd for real, mm-hmm. and what they're feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, on a Friday, Saturday, you're really kind of working around the artists. Most definitely. And the energy that's built around the artists. And here's right? the fucked yeah. up thing. I'm pretty sure we've all done this before. You have an artist um, that's about to perform and you totally forget because you're in the zone. And you totally forget that they're performing that night. And all of a sudden you play their song. Yeah. yeah. But I'm good at like, like one time French was there and I played the intro to Forgettable, Unforgettable. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like, oh shit, French is here. And I'm looking at other people, yo, French is here tonight. So with the with the beauty of Serato, you can hit that Q button and just keep bringing it back mm-hmm. until I get the next record ready. Right. Yeah. You know what or I mean? Or bring but it back and be like, yeah, I ain't ready for that. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or what am I doing right now? He's performing tonight. Like, I'll say some stupid shit like that too. Oh, shit. But, you know, sometimes you'll be I like be it when DJs song. admit that they fucked They're up. They're wrong. Yeah. 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 Like when Kick, I'll do it. When Kick Capri's needle would skip, uh-huh. he'd be like, pardon me. And he'll bring the record back. He'll yeah. be like, oh, you know, it's getting too crazy in here. You know, I, to, I got to bring this song back. And he like, he that's what it, I don't know? miss. Yeah. I don't miss the needle skip. The needle skip. <laughs> Are you on yeah. phases now? I am. Uh, you you want to hear something funny? Yeah. I was the first DJ on phase in Vegas. I'll never forget because I pre-ordered phase. Check mm-hmm. this out. I pre-ordered phase. Totally forgot about it. Um, on a Friday, Gino hits Centuries me up. Centuries later. Right? Later, two years later. No, literally, it was like yeah. nine, ten months later. It's like two years. Gino hits me up. He's like, bro, I got something for you. I'm like, what do you have? Bro, you're going to love it. I got something for you. He never told me. He comes to the house with the phase set up and automatically, like, I'm like, man, I got to learn how to use this shit now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not waiting. You know what I'm saying? I got to learn how to use this shit now. So... You know, I read the um, manual, which I rarely do, because yeah. there wasn't really nothing on, on yeah. YouTube yet, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a couple tutorials, but I read the manual. I was like, oh, seems easy. 10, 15 minutes later, I'm rocking with FaZe at my house. Nice. Yeah. And I'm, like, really testing it out to make sure, like, you know, this works like a record. 
mm-hmm. you know, on a needle or or a CDJ or a Serato control. Like so, as soon like, as as soon as you got it, did you start using it? I used it that same night. Nice. That same because you got night. you got the you got the needles as backup just in case. I got that, and also you know we have that internal mode ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, no problems. No problems. Did you get the new updated firmware? I just updated it this well, you past can just, weekend. You don't have to plug it into the mixer. Oh no, no, no! I haven't got that. I haven't got that update yet, but. I did get the update to where your battery lasts like six hours now. No, well, the next one is you don't even have to plug it to the back of the mixer. I heard it goes straight USB to the USB. Straight, yeah. 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 I haven't did that yet. That's good. I haven't did that yet. I got to try that out, man. So what yeah. were you doing before? Were you on needles or were you doing CDJs? No, I was on needles. You Never was, uh, CDJs. Yeah. CDJs Never, huh? is like my last resort. No, I, I love the, the feeling of the... There's like no other feeling of the turntable. And the thing is when you DJ, I think I could... I, you know, I've heard you off and on. And you'll DJ and you'll you'll mix and you'll drop songs on the one, and I won't hear you scratch. But then I'll hear you scratch and I'll be like, "Oh, this motherfucker can cut." And yeah. we like, I forget like, because you're you're nasty on that shit. Um, see, the thing is, a lot of people, especially in this generation, they don't understand the art of scratching. Mm-hmm. To them, like, I'll even ask a couple of people, like, you know what I mean? What do you think of that? And they're like, it just sounds like you know noise. <laughs> because a lot of them don't understand the art of right. you know scratching, mm-hmm. um, so I mean I'll pull it out sometimes you know like awesome. I'll I'll go ahead and you know what I mean yeah get yeah. on it I, and, I like and scratch a little it sounds I think you know it's got to it, make sense though I I, I yeah. can't go crazy when it when it's an accent it sounds so good yeah but when people use it as like the main dish it just gets overwhelming and That's shit it. how do you feel about this new generation of like three style DJs coming out like that kind of just focusing on the three style routines and scratching and tone play I mean and, if it's for a doing cr- all that shit if you're not in a nightclub setting where people aren't like really ready to to party like that yeah. where it's just you know you're just watching the DJ then it's cool do you think that could ever work in a nightclub setting effectively it depends on what kind of crowd it is right like yeah. because how about Dre's? Do you think that would work at Dre's? Hell no! Um, <laughs> Play the nah, record, Franny. Nah, what are you all, doing? All they want to do is party. They just want to party. They want to hear like two, three verses of the song too. Because like I even got, I remember when I would do Dre's, I'll be cutting off the song after one verse or something, and I would see motherfuckers be like, like yo, like yo, I wanted to, I wanted to catch at least two you verses, play the verse. You know? There's DJs out there just get right out of it. Yeah, just yeah. Play so the hook. as that hook is over, it's over with. They're on to the next record. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but at Dre's they want to sing that shit like they very true. Yeah, but then the other thing I think about nowadays, right? Like people's attention spans are so short now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm watching this crowd; they get so hyped when they first hear the record, and like by the hook, by mm-hmm. you know after the first verse, and then if you do end up playing the second verse, sometimes the crowd is just looking around. You lose them. You know. Yeah, some of these like new monster records that like they they wild out in New York, like Big Drip. Yeah, uh, like all the pop smoke shit. Yeah, all the pop smoke. Like everyone. I remember playing out. pop smoke. Welcome to the party. Like in November. Yeah, Hedrays. Nobody. Nothing. Crickets. Right. And then next week I go to Toronto to Poppin'. EFS. Oh yeah, bro, the hottest record in the club. Popping. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Now Crazy. that well, how's I mean, that record now though? Um, people know it now, of course. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's not as big though, right? I mean, it's not as popping as it was in Toronto. I nah, think nah. I, I, think, I know in New York this that record. Oh is huge. my god, you could play any of that yeah. Vivio Foreign and exactly, yeah, all that. Like you could do all that in New York. Did the pop is, smoke ever really work for you out here though, or was it just um, something you? You know what I mean? I wouldn't say it worked like that. 
it's more of a regional record. How yeah. I know is because yeah. when I when, when I play it, where all my East Coast people at when they when they throw their hands up and yeah. when I drop the record, I could tell like okay, they're from the you East Coast. You could see the sections. They literally. know this record. <laughs> yeah. You could literally you know? see the sections like okay, New York's here and like Brooklyn's here, or you could just see that shit when right. you yeah. drop that. It's like smacking their together. I have together. a question too. Like, have you noticed? I mean, I, I know hip hop's always been regional, but it's become more regional now. No. Yeah. It's. There's not those crossover records. It's more like, yo, this is that Cali, L.A. shit. This is the Bay shit. Yeah. yeah. And then this is that New York shit. Oh, ATL. That's the ATL. This is the down south Texas shit. New Orleans. Shit. There's yeah. so, many, so many different sounds right now, too. Yeah. You know, but it's like, so segregated now a little bit. Right? And it, it wasn't, for, it like wasn't even, for a long time. Nah, right? because even when I travel, it's kind of like, all right, like, you know, I got to really conform to what's going on in that city. When before, it would be true. like, yo, let me hear how you New York motherfuckers throw down. Yeah. Or let me hear how you Vegas motherfuckers throw down. Now it's kind of like, yo, I got to conform to every fucking city I go to. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we don't want to hear that shit. What we do don't, do don't want to hear what y'all New York motherfuckers listen to. We want to hear what we want to hear in yeah. the city. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like here's, a, here's a great example. Like, the record Uno. By um Ambi J. Yes. Um, you played out in the West Coast. They go, they lose nuts. It. Mm-hmm. They lose it. I remember I played it in Toronto. A couple of people lost it, but mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know what it was. So I think at that, you know, at that certain point right there, you got to let them know. All right, this record right here is one of the hottest records from the West Coast. You know, there's DJs out there that don't like to talk on the mic. Yeah. And I mm. respect that, but sometimes you got to let them know what it is. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just got to let them know what exactly you're playing. I like that. I got to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure that out without sounding like I'm mad at the crowd. Right. Like, you can't, you got to be like, yo, this this is the biggest record on the West Coast. I don't know what's wrong with y'all nah. motherfuckers. Yeah. You can't be like, <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all not ready for this, man. Y'all not ready for this. I would play that in Miami. I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, I'm doing a reggaeton set. I'd be like, yeah, let me drop this. Yeah. And then everyone would stop dancing. It'd be like some young people that would keep dancing. I would right. like, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is not that type, type of record. Out, you know what out, I'm saying? But it, everywhere I'm going, like even I've even on the West Coast mm-hmm. and even in Vegas, and you could tell me this, I've always struggled with re- dance hall. I've always struggled with dance hall. Is, isn't it crazy? To me, like when I get into dance hall, I'm playing like, to get them in the mood first, I'm playing like stuff like, Sean Paul and Sasha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby yeah. Boy, um, work by Rihanna, you know, and then I'll get into like um, some old Sean Paul. Yeah, um, it's crazy because like some of the newer stuff, like to me, like Vibes is one of my favorite. Vibes Cartel is one of my yeah. favorite dancehall artists. Like that dude's literally the king of dancehall. Yeah. This dude's been been locked up for so many so many years and still putting out music. It's amazing, <laughs> yep, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll build myself up. That, that, that That's my whole setup. And then, of course, you know, with the reggaeton now, nowadays, yeah. you play the M.I.A. and the... Yeah. the, the what, what's the one song? Ka, how do you pronounce it? Kayaita. Kayaita. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. So you're able see, to, are you able to play those like those records at Dre's? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I get into a group. You know, I got to, like I said, I got to look at the crowd and see who's out there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, Hey, if they feel it when I drop it, if they feel it, I'm gonna play a couple more of those. Yeah. But if they don't, I'm 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 yeah. going to the next, I'm going to the next vibe. Yeah, you know. I, I just gotta not take it personally when when they, the crowd's not feeling. It's not always about yeah. you. When <laughs> no, I, I get mad, I get upset. I'm like, oh, yeah, motherfuckers don't know this guy. Because Damn. listen, uneducated. Like my favorite thing going to the East Coast, <laughs> especially like New York or going to Toronto. Yeah. 
Montreal. Toronto, huh? Oh, man. You play reggae. You play dance hall. Afro beats. Crazy. An hour, hour and a half. I Crazy. love it. I love that shit because it's it's so much culture in that yes. music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love, yeah. I love going to Miami and going to like Wynwood oh. and hearing all of these DJs. Everywhere I go, it's like it's I don't hear any too. bad sets, yo. Yeah. Shout out to Miami DJs. and We, we want to make it out to Toronto. Oh, uh, we want to bring it out. So we're going to ask you... At me after this, like some DJs that we could hook up, link up with, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I definitely want to go out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's always been a struggle, kind of, with dance hall and. I love dance like, hall, though, man. But it's a struggle in Vegas. It right? really, it really is because the way I look at it, Vegas is so commercial because you have so many people out here from mm-hmm. you know from different parts of the world. Yeah. That come out here and all they want to hear is the popular shit. Right. Everything yeah. that's popping right now. Mm-hmm. You know and. Sometimes it is hard to try to get into, you know, the dance hall stuff, mm-hmm. and you know some. So of the, when you do dance hall at Dre's, how long of a set do you do? Yeah, like ten, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Give them a little taste. Yeah, you know that's um, even that even seems kind of long. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but like so when you do a room like Dre's now, mm-hmm. and you approach it, and you, what is your biggest advice when there's guest DJs that come on to cover for you or like cover a night for you? What do you tell them? Man, that's tough. Um, read the crowd. <laughs> that's yeah. not he's not helping you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? Read the crowd and just you know if you're if you're the headliner that night, make sure you play all the hot shit. Like, the, De- like definitely the you have the, to. Definitely yeah. no EDM. Definitely <laughs> no. Definitely <laughs> no. Hashtag no, EDM. no no no. But like, what, what what are the big songs for you right now? Right now, yeah. Jesus. Um, I guess. I mean every everything that's hot right now. Let's see here. There's um, like Orange Soda is popping. Orange Soda is a hard record to get going right now. Is I love it? that record. It's is dope. It? Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I've been playing that record at Dre's for like two months. But there's only a couple of people that really know that record. Um, but Vegas, when you play, when I mean, I guess every night could be different at Dre's. Yeah. But I'm saying it's mostly you're mostly catering to a West Coast crowd most of the time. More of a mixed crowd because before yeah. I even get on, I ask people, where are you guys from? Mm. Midwest, down south, east yeah. coast, west coast. Like right. I'll ask them. It sounds like you're just talking shit, but you're actually figuring out the crowd. I have to. Wow. have to. Um, What's the age group that you're getting? Are you getting like younger in the 20s? Or? Most definitely. Most definitely. It's so like, they 20, like 21 all... to 30-year-olds, you know what I mean? And does the artist kind of dictate the crowd like that night? Like who's I would say who? like so, you know. I mean, here's a perfect example. You play the box right now, mm-hmm. or anything from Roddy Rich, um, Ballin. People know it. Yeah, number one album in the country. Mm-hmm. Like people know the records. High fashion. High yeah. fa- I love that record. Yeah, I play Backseat. That's one of my favorite records. Yeah. with Ty Dolla Sign. Um, but then again, you got artists like Little Baby, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you got artists like Gunna. Mm-hmm. You got artists like um. Yeah, does Meg Stallion work in there? Huh? Does Meg Thee Stallion work? Uh, Jeff, they love they love all the Meg stuff. Like for females, like I cater to the females, and that's what they, they want to hear. Meg, yeah. they still want to hear City Girls. Believe it or not, Act Up is still like reacting. Like right, right. It's still reacting. Sweetie's still day. doing it too, right? Huh? Is Sweetie my type? Actually, you know what? It's phasing out. No, no. Listen to this. Yeah. So oh, here we go. Uh, it was the last. It was my last night of 2019 at Dre's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I made a promise to myself. Yeah. When I dropped my type, I was like, this is the last time I'm ever playing this record. I will not play this record in 2020. 
So I haven't played it since. Really? Yeah. Why, Why is, that record in I don't particular? know. I don't know. It's just something I said and I just stuck with it. Why though? You just don't <laughs> like don't, the record no more? Or you just, nah, I never did like the record. Uh-huh. I mean, I do like the original, the Freak the P- League by, yeah, by, yeah. pa- by P.D. Pablo. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, who had one of my favorite video vixens in there. This is before Instagram. What was no. her name? Oh, man, uh. I forgot her name. Light Skin Chick. Oh, I'm sick. It wasn't Superhead, was it? No, it wasn't Superhead. <laughs> Melissa, <laughs> Melissa Ford? No, it wasn't Melissa Ford. It was um, Esther Baxter. Oh, was that yeah. Name? Yeah, I think so. Esther Baxter, yeah. She the one that looked like Brandy? No, no that's a dark skin. She's thick. Okay. Esther Baxter. Esther no. Baxter, look. James he's going on Instagram right now. Right now. Do it. Are you talking about um, the body? <laughs> what was it? Was Buffy? Oh no, no, that, that, that's not her. <laughs> no, that's what a cricket is talking about. Why do we give a fuck about these video victims, man? <laughs> yeah, that was the hottest thing, and they were in the King magazine. They really yeah. were, man. King. Her right here? That's her. That's what. That's the um. That's the oh, freaking okay. league video. Yeah, yeah, right I know. There. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but um, I don't know. Bad. It was just something I said that night, and I don't know. I never really liked the record like yeah, i only yeah. played it because the females like it it's weird because i'm i'm in different we're in slightly different rooms right you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i'm like in a kind of like an open more open format room right you know what i'm saying anything goes kind of room i might have to play maybe some edm i might have to yeah. do whatever but these meg the stallion records never really cross over really no it's crazy some of them might I might put them on. There might be like 30% to 40% of the crowd that know it, but right, I got to yeah. get out. They're almost like problem records. Right. So, Which from, records are you talking about, though? Like Big Old Freak and Catch Yeah, Shit, I mean, all of it. Like, to me, Hot Girl Summer? Yes. Yeah, so, so Hot Girl Summer is yeah. a good, I mean, that that's maybe her biggest hit, that crossover that hit oh, that really? I could just play. Right. Yeah. I feel like any, I could honestly play that song. And the people who won't even know it will just groove to that shit. It's up tempo, yeah. 90, yeah. 90 yeah. BPM. And time I mean, dollar measure. And it's easy to listen to. And it's just, it's, it just sounds good in the club. Like, yeah. it's just really mastered well. Like, it sounds yeah. good. But, Very uh, true. But for me, I don't, like, Meg doesn't have that crossover. You know what I mean? Yeah, she for doesn't me, have that, that one, like, big crossover record yet. So we were talking that, and I always thought that I Sweetie that. has a bigger crossover appeal right now to me than Meg, even though Meg. Is the bigger artist has more hip hop hits? Yeah, Does that make definitely. sense? I mean, more hits in general. I mean, Sweetie really has like two records. Yeah, yeah, That's true. For my type, but they, but they just cross over. Do you know what I, I mean? I feel like my type was the only one that crossed over. See, and here's I the, see kind of here's another know. thing too. We got to remember. Remember, I was talking about the whole nostalgic feel when you yeah, when yeah. you throw yeah. that beat on, you know. Certain people out there identify that beat as the Freak League, exactly. a little John beat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean. So that's oh, another. And then the the, the the record she had before was Icy Girl. Yeah, yeah. Icy Girl it was, it was my neck, my back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's so do like, you not do you not respect? Do you not? I don't know if it's respect, but do you not kind of acknowledge some of these new singles or these songs that kind of just jack the old two thousand beats? Or sample. you don't not care at all? Not you don't at care. all. Like uh, I I love how they sample it because you know I produce too and and. Like I love sampling records, but yeah. I like to switch them up. I don't like to make them sound like exactly how they <laughs> sounded when they first came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, so I, I respect all I, types. I mean, but of music. I feel like rap has been doing that since the beginning of time. Very Stuff true. Different. Very yeah. true. It's just instead of using the old, old, older beats right. like James Brown and whatever they were sampling, they just sampling over, yeah. shit that came out in the 90s. I guess early sometimes 2000s. it's always weird when like. Someone reworks the record and it sounds almost exactly like he said. It sounds exactly the same, almost like a freestyle. It's yeah. exact. All London did was add a couple of snares and you know add a couple of effects. You you play that beat and the P D Pablo beat next yeah. to each other. 
They're identical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they are. Identical. They're identical, and even the to the BPM, <laughs> one hundred and five. <laughs> like for real. I mean, you can say the same thing for Act Up. Well, really? City Girls record? Yeah. Is that a sample? I mean, no, no. I'm sorry. Not Act Up. The one with Cardi B. Twerk. Twerk. Chopper oh, yeah. style. Yeah, Chopper yeah, style. style. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's the same exact beat. Real talk. Oh, yeah. Just like uh, I'll Take Your Man by the City Girls. Another yeah. one. That that's, was, that's Salt and Pepper's yeah, record. Exactly. Yeah. Same exact beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So I don't knock it like because you got to think about it like this. Um, it's kind of like educating the younger people because- you know, some of these young people, they like to do their homework. Yeah. I know when I was young, yo, where'd this come from? Yeah. What they sample. You know, like, I was really like, do you want to talk about a music buff? I was really, like, asking questions. This is before the internet days. Yeah. I would ask the older DJs, like, yo, where'd this come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll never forget, like, record shopping with Diamond D on H Street in San Francisco in the 90s. Wow. Um, taking them around to record, sh- record stores and... Oh, this one right here. Yeah, I'm gonna let you hear this this part of the record, and this is the part I'm gonna take and sample, and it's just amazing. Like I, I love that. I remember like uh, when sampling was first popping, and I used to go to my mom and pops records. I used to find so many gems. I was like, oh shit, they sample this off of yeah, this. Yeah, there's like, so the much fuck, music man. out there. There's yeah. so much music out there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it's universal. You know, once it sound, once you get that sound. People who don't even understand our language will, will groove to it. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how powerful music is. Mm-hmm. That's why we're all here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you feel exactly. about the music last year, as far as club music? Because I think year, I think last, last year, year was, was a very worst. slow. Yeah, it was a very slow uh, year for music last year. I've been, de- you know, I've how, been long, how long? I know you've been that. DJing. What? Mm-hmm. How long have you been DJing? Actually, um, since he was fourteen. You want to hear? You want? Okay, yeah. Since I was actually no, I got my first set of turntables when I was twelve. Mm. I'll never forget. It was these Scott turntables. They cost seventy nine bucks each, and they had a rolling pitch. Remember the little oh, rolling wow. pitch, right? And the Radio Shack. No, it wasn't from Radio <laughs> no, Shack. It was from like one of those cheap stereo stores. Scott, S-C-O-T-T, turntables. Yep. I'll never forget. <laughs> and I didn't have no weight on them. Like, you know, they weren't like 1200s. So I, I remember putting um, toilet paper and a penny on them for my weight. Wow. I'll never forget. And then when I finally turned 16, that's when my dad got me my 1200s. I got my internship at the radio station when I was 14 that's what, yeah. at KML in the Bay. And they, they had 1200s there. Mm-hmm. So whenever the DJs wouldn't use it, I, that, that's where I, that was my sanctuary. That's where I would go practice. Yeah. And I actually taught myself how to DJ. Nobody showed me, all right, this is what you got to do. Count this. This is the pitch. This is the BPM. Like, yeah, yeah. That's something I just something I just learned by just watching, you know, all the OG DJs. I feel like a lot of older DJs came up that way. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Like our era. Yeah. yeah. We definitely. taught ourselves. Nobody, we didn't go to no school. Nobody taught us how to do it. We just did sure. it. Most school. definitely. Mm-hmm. There was no YouTube. Like, no. And you couldn't go up to motherfuckers and ask them. Nah, yeah, you exactly. had to earn their respect or they had, they had to, like, you had to carry crates or do something for exactly. a while. Exactly, yeah, man. Yeah. So this year actually marks my 30th year in the industry. Wow. It's crazy. Damn, man. That's yeah. crazy. Because I got my internship um, in 1990. We're now in 2020. Mm-hmm. Crazy. See, like I've been DJing maybe I've been doing clubs twenty years. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing clubs for twenty years. Mm-hmm. And I would say last year was maybe the worst year. For music. For music. Yeah. Club music in particular. Yeah. Rough. I gotta agree with that. Yeah. But I think this year there's so many there's a lot of artists that gotta drop. You gotta think about it like this. Drake, J. Cole, 
Kendrick. Know, Kendrick, Rihanna. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of artists. Like, we're talking about big artists. The Weekend. You think Rihanna's going to drop some shit? I, she has so. to. I think so. She has to. I don't know. She has she, to. I I, I'm pretty sure. Like, if I had to bet on it, she's going to drop something in 2020. From what I've heard behind the scenes, I don't know if, if they're not her close. own album, she's going to be on a feature. She has to be. Like, she has to yeah. give us something. Because it's been she what, has to be. four years. It's been to, four years. I don't know. I heard a rumor. Yeah. She might be on the um, the new Party Next Door album, but you know yeah. I'm not gonna believe that I shit that until, I, <laughs> until I hear it. You know what I mean? I can't wait to hear that album, man. Party yeah. Next Door. Yeah. The Lawyer record is great. Oh, I, I love, love that record. That that's actually a record that had to grow on me. Really? I like that. I, I like that other record better. What was the other record called? News. I like News a nah, lot. Loyal. Loyal now, yeah, it's a vibe. Now. That's yeah, a I kinda, shit. I, I, yeah, I grew into Loyal as well. And then the Bad Bunny did a remix too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's the that's the version I play. I like that one. You like that one? Yeah. I gotta play the original. The original <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I only use it because he, you know, he he's, he talks his little shit in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. I don't play his verse. Oh, you don't? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, no, just, no. I just use it because he talks that. Oh, Bunny, oh, no, no. Yeah. You know how he does it. I actually, yeah. I actually think they should have gotten Osuna on that record. Yeah, he sings more. Osuna would have sounded better. Osuna would have killed it. I like Bad Bunny, but Osuna um, sounds better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was gonna ask you. I want to know what are like the anthems for Dre's. March Madness by Future is one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Like, I haven't played that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that, I play that every weekend. Wow. Yeah. Um, Dreams and nightmares. Anthem, most definitely. Dreams and nightmares. And you know what's crazy about that record is when Drake and and Meek were going through their shit. I still played that record. <laughs> yeah. Can't and some people would look at me like, why are you playing this? Why man? is Nico? I'll never forget I was DJing at One Oak in L.A. in Hollywood one time. And I had I had like four or five of the OVO guys with me. They just wanted to come out and just hang and, and you know, listen to me DJ. And I played Dreams and Nightmare that night. Wow. And they all looked at me like, really? They got in the group chat. <laughs> come on, You bro. wouldn't believe what come Franny on, did. <laughs> this shit is all going to blow over. I told them, watch. One day you guys are going to kiss and make up, man. Look what happened now. Like, wow. Music good to me. Good music is good music, right? Yeah, yeah. But don't ask me to play no R. Kelly records. No, <laughs> I think that's the only person I don't play. That's yeah, the only I person been playing, I don't play. Yeah. R. Kelly. I've I've gone back to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I've gone back to that shit. Yeah, I never stopped. I've always played Michael though. Yeah. There was I, a minute. There was a time. No, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, there was a time. Was I got in trouble. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like you had to like give it a rest right after that HBO special. Like, yeah. Yeah. You had to give it a rest, man. It hurt me a lot to not play that shit, but. I feel like we're going to be playing R. Kelly soon. Nah. <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> nah, man. Come on, Ignition? Nah. I think the crowd missed Ignition, man. Yo, unless, unless he, uh, <laughs> Yo, unless he, uh, he goes, gets to jail and like uh, does, the, does the Epstein suicide. I'm uh, sick. Was that guy? <laughs> Yo, all of a sudden, like, he gets the Epstein suicide. And we're going to be playing every... What are you going to say, Frank? I forgot. I'm a stoner. <laughs> oh, shit. I should have let you what finish. Are you, are you, oh, no, no. I was talking about the, the whole R. Kelly thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Fabulous was just here. And his DJ booth, like I, I let him get on before Fabulous, you know, goes on, play a couple, couple record, do your little ten minute set, mm -hmm. and he played. I'm fucking you tonight by, by Biggie and R. Kelly. Oh, How you like, feel damn, about that? I haven't heard this in a minute. So I seen him getting there ready. I'm looking at the crowd. I'm like, all right, let's see how the crowd reacts. <laughs> Yo, he dropped it, and they were actually feeling it. Because it's, it's, it's a biggie record. It is a biggie, it's a biggie record. record. But that's but that R. Hook, Kelly singing, talking about I'm fucking you tonight. You know what I played recently, Anchor Front? Um, Wycliffe with R. Kelly. Oh. Going into Yeah, November. you can do that. You, I think you could play that, though. Like, not, that's like the only R. Kelly I've actually been playing. Um, fuck. Uh, I do miss I playing the Wycliffe joint. The, with yeah, the remix. With cannabis on it, right? So exactly, is it acceptable yeah. if he's just Classic. on the hook? 
if R. Kelly's just on the hook. Yeah, but it, I guess it can't be that big. It can't be you like. You can't play a, Fiesta. Yeah, it can't sure. play. You Fiesta. can't play yeah. Step in the Name of Love, which was like that one was of a my great record. favorite records. Happy in the people. World. Yeah, Man. I'm telling you, it's gonna come back soon. We're gonna be able to play it's that. Kinda I'm sad, telling you, he's got. He's got to get shanked in the in, in the pen <laughs> and like <laughs> shanked. Yeah, and he's got to like get sympathy. No, not even sympathy. Like yo, he's dead. Like we can now. We can play now. We can play music a little bit. Oh my god, he's got to die for us to play the music. And That's sad because what kills love, me is man. what kills me is like he's got like, a tie. He's got God a tie. damn it! What kills me is you know I play R and B in the club, so like ignition and the bump and grind remix. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, those are like yeah. so, and those are telling me calling. no. Like my mind's telling me no. But uh, yeah, that, that means a whole other transition thing record too. Like when you want to get out of some shit and you and you drop that, uh-huh. you can like recondition the room a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And that was one of those go-to records where damn, you could just man. drop that and recondition the room. Uh-huh. And now we're like, damn, we ain't got that. We don't got that shit. Nah, because that shit means <laughs> so much other shit now. It means all different things now, guys. Crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, I wanna, you said you DJed at One Oak in L.A. Uh-huh. How do you enjoy DJing in L.A.? Um, it's a different vibe, right? Totally a different vibe. And I've been, I've been DJing out there for probably 15 to 18 years now. Yeah. And times have changed, definitely. Um, it's definitely floss heavy, right? It's floss heaven. It's a lot of um, pleasing the tables, looking around. Um, I remember I used acting to... cool, being too cool. Yeah. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers requesting is, shit to, to my be thing cool, is, right? I will talk to the. I am not afraid to talk to the crowd, though. I'm like, look at you, motherfuckers, man. You guys come out to a club and look at your phone. And don't even dance. Like, you could do this shit at home. Why'd yeah. you even come out? Like, yeah. I'm kind of a fan of the Franny brands. <laughs> when he stops everything, starts telling you shit, we're like, hey, go It's on. true, though. Like, man, you guys really, like, that, that's for people that come out to Vegas, too. Like, sometimes, you know, people will come out here, get a table, and they'll be at the table all night on their phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's wrong? Are you shy? Do you have anxiety? Like, you should have stayed your ass at home. Yeah. Like, you come to Vegas to fucking get loose. Like, this is one of those cities. And I love seeing people just. I love seeing people who dance, um, who dance out there that that act like nobody's watching. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. no curse. Free a good spirit. Time. Those yeah. those are my like. I love playing for those type of people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for real. Those like, are usually working people. Like to yeah. me, they're like let's let loose. Like because that's their release. Yeah, but I feel. I also feel like in Vegas they're like yo. Even like motherfuckers in L.A. They might those L.A. like stuffy ass motherfuckers. Those pretentious motherfuckers when they come to uh, Vegas, a lot of them let loose a little bit more in Vegas. They definitely do because they kind of like no one's watching me. I don't know nobody. No, exactly. Yeah, this table they don't know who I am. Right, you know what I mean. I can act a fool. Yeah, no judgment. Yeah, yeah. It is like that sometimes. You know, you go to a club, you see these tables, and um, they're worried about what the next table is doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or showing showing out for the other table. What they buy? What bottles they have? How many bottles they have on their table? We yeah. gotta outdo them. <laughs> Yo, the bottle rats, the bottle rat shit in in LA is pretty bad. Though. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. I think it it's was worse ma- than any. Yeah, it was massive. I remember when uh, Freddie used to do Supper Club. Dude, that was the worst. Oh, yo, fucking yeah, Supper Club. <laughs> Supper Club to this day is probably the favorite venue I've ever DJed at in LA. Really, really? I love the Supper Club. That's where the yeah. bottle rats was. Tuesday popping. night, shout out to the Supreme Team, man. Yeah. Tuesday nights, yeah, LA. Yeah. Damn, I missed that place. Yeah, but remember the bottles used to come out the yeah. roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, like the chick that was swirled yeah, down, right? Exactly. Yeah. So but the crazy so thing is, you're right though, because I remember when my bottle would come to to the DJ booth. 
when those Ducey and those uh, Grey Goose bottles would come to the DJ booth, you see a couple females slowly. And then the booth was long, so yes, they'll get to your bottles, like 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 raccoons and shit, right? Just coming, (laughs) they're just praying for your hyenas, seeing a piece of lion meat coming up slowly. I was, I did uh, one oak one time. Uh, in LA and I turned around like midway through the night and my boy was stressed and I was like what are you stressed about he's like yo these these shorties just keep coming up and just grabbing the, they just pop out of nowhere he's like I tell two shorties to leave three minutes later I'm talking to somebody and some other shorty just pops yeah. up and starts pouring herself a drink that's the worst supper club because it was like couches just big beds and shit and they just up, jump though. into them hold up the dudes are worse are they? No. No, the dudes are pretty bad. No, no, one thing I know, <laughs> dudes, the dudes are worse. The dudes who think they know you are the yeah. worst. Oh. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like, you know, the dudes and you always Instagram see. And Instagram your shit. <laughs> and then they like, say it's their shit? Yeah, it's their no. shit. Get that shit, man. I just tweeted this the other day. The people who don't usually buy the bottles are the ones posting the bottles. Yeah. yeah. And the presentations, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of... Can we take a yeah, shot? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's toast to yo, um, Franny's right though. The, the, the dudes with the bottle coming for the bottles is kind of crazy, bro. Like, yo, D, what up, man? How you doing? You good? Yo, you drinking? Yeah, you drinking? Yeah. Yo, they talking about your bottle. That's your bottle. Your and they offer you, they offer you a drink of your your fucking liquor. Yo, you want some? That's your bottle. I hate that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Like, yeah, I'm drinking, man. Let's They're go. out there though. Let's go, man. You know, bottle rats uh, wow. come in all shapes, sizes, gender. I remember the, I, I was I was stunned in L.A. It was a big problem. I'm like, a water yeah. bottle rat though. Where the water bottle at? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's me. You're big on the Fijis. Yo, there's a lot of broke, good-looking people in L.A. They oh, just broke. But but they, yeah, you know how expensive like, it is to live out there? Because they're trying to get on. Yeah, I, like, there's, there's like a lot of good-looking people in L.A., and they broke as fuck. And I'm just like, how are these motherfuckers so broke? And why are they coming out when, when they, they broke, broke like this? <laughs> it was another level of broke, man. LA, y'all gotta Cheers, stop that man. shit. Hold on. They're out here in Vegas too now. Are they? I got a little story here. Let's take the okay, shot okay. and I'll tell you the story. Five, five years, man. Friends. Five, five years, years. yes. Oh. Ooh. Uh, yeah. No chaser. Oh, this is amazing. Santiago, you gotta uh, join in the pain. You want a shot, Santi? <laughs> Shout out to my brother Santiago. He's been down with me for over ten years. Oh shit. Um taking taking my pictures, you know, uh uh Yeah, Yo, you have a great memory with the years, man. Yeah. Be like, yeah, yeah, seven years, eight years. Well, you know what shit. it is, too, is like. For Stoner. I look at Yeah, for Stoner. You just forgot what he was saying. <laughs> the shit weeks. that happened a long time ago, I remember the shit that happened like five minutes ago. What happened? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What was I saying? But he's been down with me. You know, I got a great team around me, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I got to commend all of them. Shout like, out to Gino. 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 <laughs> yeah, my man. Gino, Eddie yeah. Hundreds, uh, oh, yeah. Santi, Eddie the Hundreds. Audibles, Pooh Bear, like all these people who. Audibles just got a. a uh, yes, they got a, a Bieber track. No, Shout actually, to, they right? did four tracks on the new Bieber album. Oh, wow, they got their first number one top ten Woo! yesterday. What yesterday, was it? Yes. wow. Oh, the Intentions record with Quavo, they did oh, that. Wow, oh, that's a good record. Yeah. yeah. Shout out um, to the, oh, that's that's Las Vegas production, right? Las there. Vegas is yeah. very own. Shout out to Audible, that's dope. Man. Yeah. yeah, man. They used to shop at uh, New a lot too. Yeah. yeah, they still they still wear new T shirts. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? We were just talking about the other day. Yo, those pants, those track pants that you made. Oh, yeah. those are still some of my favorites, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And then um, and then somebody in the industry had to bite them. I'm not gonna. Say we're no podcast. Names. I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> yeah, we're podcast. we're, we're media people. Clothes. We're media people now. <laughs> <laughs> I also Yo. gotta give you a props. You have one of the most low-key heated sneaker collections I've seen on Instagram. And you do it very subtle. 
Yeah. But you have some shit. Like flex. And I wear all my kicks. All your kicks. But you have some shit in that closet that I I myself have never seen some of them. Actually, you know what I was looking at today? I was looking at some of my pictures. I was like, oh, shit, I got these Macklemore 6s. Yes. And I can't can't find them. They're in the house somewhere, and I can't find them. look for them, because no one has. like, there's (laughs) 10 pairs in the world, and you have one. So, yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, I do. I like, I love, I love sneakers. And the reason being is uh, when I was younger, people don't know this, um, Jordan 3s are my favorite sneakers in the world. Yeah. That's the sneaker that motivated me to get on my shit. Nice. Jordan 1s, the Chicago 1s and the Royal 1s, those were my first Jordans ever. But when when the Jordan 3s came out, and I asked my dad, we went to Ceremony Mall uh, in Daly City in the Bay Area, and I asked him, yo, can I get these? And he told me no because I had fucked up in something. (laughs) And that's when I was like, I can't get those. It kind of broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Those were the Jordan 3s. The black cement 3s or the white cement 3s? Black cement 3s. Yeah, and nice. I told myself, okay, when I start getting paid, when I start getting money, I'm going to buy as many shoes as I can. You know, people have dreams of, oh, I'm going to buy the biggest house. I'm going to buy the biggest car, the, the dopest cars. Like, mm-hmm. to me, it was, I'm going to buy as many shoes <laughs> as I want. And that's what it was. 1988, you know I mean? yeah. That's exactly what it was. Man. That's crazy. I know a lot of sneakerheads <laughs> that that seat, that black cement three is their favorite. Their it is. It's favorite. one of my favorite. It's, it's one of like the, the silhouettes that everybody. Ones loves. are my yeah. favorite to wear though. Yeah. Jordan ones are my Same. favorite to wear, but the silhouette that three is just a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you still have a? I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know if I'm getting older. I don't really have the desire anymore to like look fly. Like, like I no, don't. This really, motherfucker stays fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I, either. You, you stay laced up. My though. shoes have to be a one, but I could be in an H and M hoodie. I mean, and, and, and some flea market uh, camel pants. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It don't have to be expensive gear, but as long as you, I don't I still want to look. He's fly. wearing some rare shit though. Like he has like the the fucking DJ Khaled shoes that nobody yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. has, and they just. Boozes up his level of uh, 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 style. I mean, I used to love it, and I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm just like, you know, when you make something or when you're hands on to shit and uh-huh. you know how it's made, like, you don't care about it as uh-huh. much anymore. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I don't get the desire anymore. I always I admire, I admire motherfuckers that care about the way they look. I feel you. I feel That's like the way they dress. But to me, it's not. <laughs> it's not. What about? It's not what you wear, right? It's. It's. It's how, how you wear, wear it. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out there. Especially He's wearing a porn hat. A porn hat. <laughs> Thank you. By the way. There's a lot of people out there in this generation, right? Oh, he got new Dior on. That means I got to get new Dior. Right. That's how these people's mind thinks. Right, right. They're slave right. to, yeah. the, to the... To you know the, what I mean? Yeah. They, 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 the brand. Well, it's oh, a lack he, of creativity with it. He got yeah. a $1,500 hoodie. Yeah, I want that $1,500 Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing an $80 hoodie. And this eighty dollar hoodie is flyer than that fifteen dollar hoodie. <laughs> that fifteen hundred dollar hoodie to me. Well, I, 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 you know, I call them like gift card motherfuckers. The motherfuckers that look like they gift got a gift card, card. <laughs> like, like they got a gift card at Neiman Marcus. Speaking you of Neiman Marcus, <laughs> right, here we go. Here's the memory again. Yeah. You're speaking about Neiman Marcus. I have some friends that work at Neiman Marcus out here. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that shop with him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he told me about six months ago. That these celebrities will wear these clothes in the club, wherever they're at, and return, you know, them. and return them the no next way. day. Yeah, wow. they do them. That's how they stay rich. That's man. Crazy. They do them. <laughs> right. Wow, they do. They it. don't return them themselves though, right? They send their like their assistant, their exactly. home. Exactly. Yeah. Well, oh, they yeah. have a stylist, right? And the stylist, they the one rent that get it, it from, and some of them actually do go back there and you know, oh, I want to get something else, and then they'll return that. Let wow. me catch a rapper doing that. And they take that shit back. They got to take it, or what is it? 
There's a thirty. There's a thirty day return policy. So that's they wild. Have to take it. That's wild. Damn. That's crazy. Wait, I want to hear about these bottle rat dudes that you were talking about. Did you oh, it's just like you know, you guys. Come on, man. We you, guys, yeah. you guys have experienced it too. It's like you're at the club, and somebody who thinks they know you because they see you all the time, right? Yeah. What's up, man? You know, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. Um, and then you, you you'll go about doing your own thing. And next thing you know, you see them pouring themselves a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Do you think in 2020? Because I think this year is going to be tough. I think it's already been tough. Already tough, man. I already see. I already see some DJs. You know what? And shout to these DJs because I know it's going to get tough. Mm-hmm. And then you got to reevaluate what you're doing and start putting in some side hustles. Yeah, most definitely. You, you can't just have money coming from one side anymore. You got to have it coming from all sides. Exactly. Sides. And you guys got to figure out exactly how you guys going to get that. that you yeah. mm-hmm. you got to make it happen. But I feel like this year next year is going to be rough. And This year, yeah. Definitely agree yeah, with you, man. And I, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm kind of saying, how low do you think it's going to go? How, how, how grimy you, can it get? And, and my thing is this: I, we're already seeing like clubs close, like chaos close. Crazy, right? Yeah. One, how long was chaos open? Six months. What's they, opened, they opened in April, uh, April, April of last year. And, and you want to hear something crazy? I gave it a year. Yeah. I said they'll be around for a year probably. I thought they would at least push through New Year's. Cyber said the same shit. New he Year's said one money. year. They like, didn't make it through summer, did they? Yeah, well, they, yeah, they, they, they opened in April. Well, they, no, they, they closed it like um, September before, before um, was it Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, yeah. September. Labor Day, Labor Day before weekend. Labor Day weekend they closed. Were you the one that said they wouldn't make it to the summer? I did say that. Oh, never said that. Yeah, yeah. So they. They closed around Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And remember, they said they were going to reopen for Halloween. Halloween. They built that dome. So you want to hear something funny? Somebody was in my ear talking about, yo, Halloween's going to be their last week. And I was like, how is that possible? They're building a dome. Like, they right. just spent $4 million yeah. on a dome. And the right. lineup was YG, Cardi B. So they had a nasty lineup that weekend. But YG didn't even come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Cardi B, uh, she she showed up. Yeah. And, then, and then that was it. We didn't hear from them. And they After have to that. replace uh, YG with, like, think like B.O.B. Miguel. or oh, Miguel. Miguel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Miguel? Yeah. And then I yeah. think On it Halloween? was. Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a day in Vegas weekend. Yeah. He that's was already crazy. in town. I think they were like, fuck it. Let's just They're plug like, him. Like, fuck it. Give him 15 yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, what? Yeah, go ahead. After the week. Yeah. After that week, I think, is when they shut down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After that, that was it. Crazy. Yeah. Day in Vegas was, like, so the last had weekend. So chaos closing. Uh, One Oak is about to be done. Entry One closed. Oak. One Oak had a nice little run. Yeah, they had a good run. Yeah. What, 10 years? Yeah. 10, 10 years? years? They opened in 2011. Nine. Oh, okay, nine, so nine years. Nine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a nine consistent years. club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they're closing at the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then I think. You said Intrigue, too? Yeah, Intrigue. Intrigue closed. They, were, they had a, what, two-year run? Maybe. Maybe two or three. Yeah. Maybe three years. We've got, we've got club experience under our belts, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. What do you think is going to happen in the next two years? I think somebody somebody else out there is going to try to open up a club out here in Vegas. Uh-huh. You think so? Um, they're going to try to. Mm-hmm. And once they do get it open, um, you know, they're going to see how hard it is to keep it open. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. this city ain't no joke. Like no. So much competition. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people out in the city who's been doing it for a very, very long time. Right, and some of those people still can't get it right. Like, I mean, you look at chaos. Like, there was so much hype on this club. Mm-hmm. They spent a bunch of money. Right. Shit. Yep. They had a table. They had a bottle girl for each table. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's insane. 
That's just <laughs> insane to me. <laughs> like you got a bottle girl for each table. How many tables did Chaos have? I don't even know. At man. least 50, 60 tables. Jesus something crazy. Christ. I'm probably I'm probably on the low end. That's probably I thought, it, might be more. I thought it was 80 plus. They probably had at least 50, 60 outside and another yeah. 30, 40 inside. But, money, but you know what you I'm starting to learn is that money can't buy vibe, yo. Can't Absolutely buy not. Vibe, yeah. Can't buy the cool. It's got to be it, it, it's got to be organic like you got to have you got to have everything. You know what I mean? You so got to set the mood like So Raiders Raiders are coming in, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. This year. Mm-hmm. You think that's going to help the city? Most definitely. You think so? Most definitely. Are you ready to join the Raider team? Um, I'm a Niner fan, I but you know what? Niner game, bro. I, I've been I've been in Vegas for 18 years. It's only right for me to support the Raiders when they play somebody else. But if they're playing my team, which you know, probably won't bang, happen bang, in regular season. Yeah, yeah, probably right. won't happen. How do you feel about the Niners uh, in the Super Bowl? It is what it is. Like it happened. Um, my thing is is like right before second half. Yeah. When they had a minute and 40 left and we didn't call a timeout, that's when I knew we were fucking up. Yeah. And then <laughs> we were up by 10 with, what, eight, seven minutes to go and we didn't run the ball. That's where we were fucking up. Yeah. It happened. It happened. You know what I mean? Kansas City was the better. They were the better team. Yeah. Of course, I'm mad. I'm sad about it. Like, because I've been riding with the Niners as long as I can remember. Yeah. You know? It's it's funny because I kind of wanted the Niners to win because I know a lot of Bay Area motherfuckers. Yeah. But then I kind of didn't want them to win <laughs> because I didn't want my social media feed to be like Everybody overwhelmed with all of these Bay Area motherfuckers. And you know what's going to happen. Acting like, like they was in the gym. Acting like they were, they were playing with the Niners yeah. on the field. Like yo. Franny yeah. was yeah. taking snaps. Like your friend. Yeah, I didn't want to see like these emotional ass Niners win it kind of shit but I was like you know I, I wanted y'all to win maybe I just didn't want to see that overload of that shit it wasn't meant to be but I'm, I'm a, yeah. you know well, you I'm a hater you, like that <laughs> yeah but you guys got Jimmy G for a couple more years and y'all are good Jimmy G we got a uh, post right. we got yeah, Kittle yeah, good. yeah we got some you got people. a couple of championship rings already so it's not like yeah, we got five but, but the last two y'all the last one was 20, 25 years ago so yeah. Yeah. Montana, has it been that long 25 1994 95 yeah but this motherfucker would have milked that Niners win like a motherfucker he would have been at Dre's yeah he would have been it would have been June and we still celebrating that shit he would have had everyone. He would have made the staff wear all 49er jerseys. Where's Franny as the name of the back? Because we would have had all of them there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> that's why I'm yeah, that's why I'm glad they lost. Because this motherfucker. <laughs> He's the reason why. <laughs> you don't want to see Franny's feed. He would have had a Niners cake come out. He would have had everything. Shit. He would have had everything. But you want to hear some crazy shit? <laughs> Build out a golden brain. The Chiefs came in there last week. Yeah. No. And I'm not a hater. Congratulations to Kansas City. You guys were the better team, but it's still bang bang Niner gang over here. <laughs> well, the yeah. same thing. Jimmy, Jimmy, when he said he said congratulations. Uh, what's his name? Still. The, Green, <laughs> the Green Rangers showed up when when Toronto beat uh, Golden State. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you were there that night. That was my. <laughs> I'm so my happy, guy, man. I'm so happy the Niners <laughs> lost, man. But you know, between you and Rock, yeah, we got these two Bay Area motherfuckers here. <laughs> oh my God! E-Rock, Can you imagine? Romeo you would not hurt the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. And you, especially you Evoc, and I love you, Evoc. But yeah, you would have been there. Would have been custom jersey. There would have been a friends in jersey. There would have been a friends in all that starter shit. jacket, a Golden Gate Bridge at Dre's. Yeah, it would have been everything. All that you know, shit. you would have gotten a custom, like some custom J's or, or Dunks or something. You would have gotten some custom. 
You would have. It would have been all out. I would have my own jersey for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it would have flooded my timeline. I would have been like, "This is a fucking. This is. I don't know." What he would have survived the records with um, 49ers <laughs> yeah, logo yeah, on it. <laughs> hey, the, the lights that night at Dre's would have been red and gold the whole night. <laughs> they would have started some some hashtag too, like 2020 <laughs> champs, something. Like Jamie was just saying something though. He was like, he, he's saying Danny the same Green. thing about the uh, Toronto Raptors, about the Toronto Raptors and the, and the uh, the Warriors. When the Warriors lost uh, last mm-hmm. year, yeah. but what a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people do know, is that I'm a diehard Laker fan. Yeah, the Lakers are my team. Like D Miles knows that. Like right. I've been riding with the Lakers for a long time. The only reason I started rooting for the Warriors is because they moved to San Francisco. Once I knew, once I found out they were moving to San Francisco, that's my city. Yeah, yeah. I still have a four one five area code. Like that's my city for real. So if the team is moving to my city, right, I have. I have all the reason to root for them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. it, 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 and it's very territorial. And it don't, it, it it don't hurt be, that they win in either. Absolutely right? not. <laughs> no. It might be the Bay. They it were. might be the Bay. But everybody from the Bay Area knows this shit. Yeah. San Francisco and Oakland, when it comes to that shit, that shit is real. It's two different worlds. Yeah. Two different worlds. Like, for real. Like, it's two different worlds. Like, those real Raider fans really hate the 49er fans yeah. and vice versa. That's just how it is. It's always been like that. You know what I mean? The yeah. Oakland Asian And I was living France. in the Bay and I was rooting for the Lakers. People were like, why don't you move you're to LA? LA? Yeah, you're, move to LA. <laughs> isn't your, uh, your logo is kind of like the Laker theme? The, yeah. That's where it came from. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, but yeah, shout out to Danny Green because he was the one uh, Toronto Raptor that left the celebration to come say hi to you. I That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Danny, <laughs> he left. He left the celebration Danny, that was happening with uh, Drake. Can you say what's up to you? Yeah. Well, Danny good. Green is actually a good friend of mine, and um, I was like, "That's respect to Danny Green." Um, and ever since he was playing with the Spurs, actually, yeah, um, he actually got me tickets when the Lakers played the Spurs at Staples. Like, I don't know, like five, six years ago. Uh-huh. And he's always had my respect. And I remember the one time, the one time that I went out to San Antonio. At an 18 and over club, this guy calls me. I'm like, yo, you're in San Antonio? I'm coming to support you. Wow. I'm like, bro, this is an 18 and over club. He's like, I don't care. So dude always had like, you know, there, there's there's people out there that's always supported me regardless. Mm-hmm. And he knows I'm a Laker fan. Like, he's a Laker now. So, Oh, yeah. And I used to tell him, give him shit when he's a Spurs fan because, you know, all Lakers fans do not like Spurs fans. We don't. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Talking about that. Epic, too that many shit. epic battles, man. What? Ginobili French toast and Tim like I always I always had respect toast. for the Spurs, but I hated Tony Parker and Manager Ginobili. French toast, yeah, French Bro. toast. Tony That's Parker, French toast, yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah, how so. significant do you think that move for the Raiders coming here is going to be for the city? Like just in general, like for us as DJs, definitely going to bring revenue. Yeah, definitely going to bring a lot of traffic. Oh yeah. hell yeah, a lot of traffic, especially um, to you because uh, the games are usually Sundays. Yeah, so Sunday, Sunday, yeah, right. See, I'm a pessimist. I, I, I'm actually, I'm gonna play devil's advocate too. I uh-huh. think it's not gonna be as good as we think. In what way? Really? I think, uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of traffic. I think there's gonna be a. I you think, think there's, there's gonna, gonna be, be a lot of open seats too, huh? I think it's gonna be a little weird. I also think it's. I think it's gonna be. I think the city's gonna be a little weird. I think another thing. I think tourism's gonna go down a little bit. Really? This year, a little bit, just because of the election year. There's mm-hmm. a lot of distractions. People don't spend as much. Yeah. A lot of people hold back. Mm-hmm. The dudes that buy 10 bottles buy three bottles. Right. The buys the guys that buy two bottles buy no bottles. Yeah. So like I think I saw that in 2008, 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. So I think this year and next year is going to be a transition year and I think the o- the the Oakland rate the Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders, Raiders 
I think it's gonna hit. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna take two years. Yeah. I think it's it's really gonna okay. affect the city in like a year or two. Yeah. But I think this year is gonna be rough because I think tourism is gonna be a little down, and it's it's not. And then the Raiders coming in is kind of gonna offset it a little bit, but not enough to really kill it. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to be wrong, actually. Anything you know is possible. Yeah. I think because we're going to have eight home games. So uh-huh. those eight weekends is going to be during slow season for us, mm-hmm. which is going to help. And I also yeah, yeah. think that. Very true. That's if true. You're, if, you're mm-hmm. a, if you're a Raider fan, you're going to come. But even if you're not, if your team's playing the Raiders, you would much rather come here to watch them play in decent weather than go right. see them in the mm-hmm. snow in Denver. Right, exactly. Or go some. You know what I mean? So that's Very incentive. True. And then if you're a family, you're going to come in on a Thursday or Friday. Spend the week weekend with your family. Go to that game on a Sunday, Very or true. go to a Monday night game, mm-hmm. and so it's going to affect. Like I think tourism is going to get affected because of election year, but I think as a, as far as like families coming in, it's going to be good. I think yeah. th- another question you want to say something. No, I want to say about football. Um, I haven't been following football like I used to back in the days, but there's games on Thursday and Fridays now, right? Thursday, 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 Thursday Sunday, Monday. Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So that might offset some of the nights, you think? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Well, they they probably only get one Sunday game and right, one right, Thursday right, game. Right, 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 right. So I'm I'm wondering though if because you can't drive. I know you could drive from L. A. to Vegas. Yeah, you can't drive from SF to Vegas. So no. eight hours. Yeah, it's crazy. Eight nine hours. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. They rather fly in though. It's like a forty minute, forty five minute. Hour, but, I, but there's flight. something about if if it was an L. A. team. I feel then I feel like that would affect this, the Vegas a lot more. Well, you get a lot of motherfuckers driving in. There are a lot of Raider fans yeah. in LA, though. Yeah, because yeah. they used you to be so? in LA. The yeah. Raiders used to be in LA, bro. Okay, so they might you bring you get in a lot of traffic. Yeah, that, okay, but Raider Nation then. is everywhere, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really, it's a lot of Mexicans. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna claim that really quick. I heard it's like the most frustrating uh, team to be a fan of. Besides, nah, the Knicks. no, 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 no. You are 100 percent right. We are frustrated. And we hate it because you're a Raiders suck. fan. No. Yeah, I, I thought you were a Saints fan. Well, I, let me tell you why I became a Saints fan because we suck so fucking much. Yeah, <laughs> that I had to go with another fucking team because Reggie Bush went to the Saints and he was he was USC. SC. Yeah. but Raiders, bro, is the worst. Well, how many times have Raiders moved? I feel like they only gone back and forth from uh from L.A. to they to went from Oakland, then okay, they went yeah. to L.A. Okay, yeah, exactly. Exactly. back yeah. to Oakland. Now yeah. they're coming to Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they only done that, but dude, it's a fresh. It's like the Knicks. Yeah, it's I think the like Cowboys. The, the Cowboys got them beat. Nah, 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 nah. Cowboys got them beat because the Cowboys were good. Hold up, in the 90s. A, hold up, it's America's team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're supposed to go to the Super Bowl five years in a row. Like, nah, I think they got it worse than the Raiders, man. Yeah, but the Raiders, fuck, man. I the one time I seen the Raiders go to the Super Bowl, I was twelve, and these motherfuckers got blown to pieces. Tampa Bay and ta- yeah. versus Tampa Bay. But yeah, it's a fresh. Remember that? That was 04? 03. Um, you're a Lakers fan. Uh-huh. Rest in peace to Kobe. R.I.P. Gianna and, and all the victims in that. Man. Yeah. I, it's crash. still unreal yeah. to me, bro. Like it's not. Like his his uh memorial was yesterday, man. And I don't think I've cried so much over a celebrity that I've only met Kobe once. It's not like I knew the guy, but I think a lot of people were affected by it because of, you know, what he did on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Like this dude was a great family man. Great basketball player, just a great example. Regardless, like nobody's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all go through shit in life, right? But what he did for the game of basketball and what he showed the world, mm-hmm. being a father and a family man, just set a great example, man. Yeah. I, I I keep looking at like the the second chapter of his life. Uh huh. You know when he was doing like um, 
books, film, entertainment, yeah. the Sports Academy. Uh-huh. Coaching you know, his daughter. Yeah, coaching his yeah. daughter. That the mom, was dope, man. The, uh, Mamba, the, the Mamba yeah. Camp. The yeah. Mamba Camp. Yeah. Mamba Academy. And uh, Mamba Academy. And then I actually... I was uh, actually I just met up with uh, a friend of mine, actually an ex of mine, oh, nice. and then she was just like, you know, like, uh, you know, what's your plan? Like, are you gonna, are you gonna DJ in your forties and fifties? She's Shit, like, I'm DJing in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was just like so shocked that like I, you know, you're like you're you're you know you're approaching forties and fifties. You're gonna you're gonna DJ in your fifties. Like, what's your plan? Yeah. And I was like thinking, and I was just—I I kept thinking, like, you know, and I, you know, I, she, and I'm like, you know, I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, uh-huh. I'm doing consulting, marketing. Uh, she's like, yeah, but you know, wh- there's nothing solid, and I'm like, it's nothing on paper. There's nothing on paper. It's not like a 401k or anything. Yeah, and yeah. I have like life insurance. I have you know some IRAs and shit, yeah, but yeah. I don't have anything like with regular people who have like a regular job. Uh, and all of that so shit, or, if, or pension or anything. But I wanted to ask you: thirty years in the game, and you know, me and Neville, we've been in the game. D, you're approaching kind yeah. of that that next level. You know, Jamie, you're far away from that shit. Yeah. But <laughs> way far. But I wanted to know: how do you see yourself in the next ten or 15, 20 years? Because when she said, like, you know, you're gonna be DJing at like fifty. And she said it like in a not a disgusted, Con- a not a disgusted way, but not condescending. It was more of a concern, like I'm worried about you. Like, what are you doing with your future? Yeah, you know I what like I mean. How she's asking for your mom. Never questioned <laughs> yeah. it. No, no, no. But I'm saying she's just like you know, like I'm worried about you. Like you don't have a plan. Like there's nothing solid. That's fucked. Up. But no, no, no. I, but I don't take it like in a in a negative way. You're taking a grain of salt. But I, I looked at it and I look at these other DJs, you know, and I I, I look at Neva and I look at like Stretch. I look at all of these people and everyone. And there is a future for fifty year old and sixty year old DJs. Yeah. But there wasn't one twenty years ago. And that's Dog, why she's asking 10 that question. Years ago. That's why she's asking that question because we haven't seen it. With the, also, no, but it's happening now. Now, but the yeah, thing well, is, we haven't yeah. seen it before. Like, us. Did you think you'd be DJing this long and doing a club? I would almost say you're at. You're almost. You're like you're grow like pause. You're growing like you're. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you have. Goddamn! <laughs> Your career isn't fully erect yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're still going. Yo, I think we need another Yo, shot after that. <laughs> Take another shot. Why not? Um, you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Most You're definitely. Ascending. Yeah. He's I've ascending. always told ascending, myself because yeah. people have asked me this for many years. You know? Yeah. Um, I've been in the game for a long time, and people have Thanks. always asked, me, "How long do you think you're gonna be DJing for?" I always said to myself that I'd be I'm 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 gonna do this until it's not fun anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I still get high off DJing, man. It, it, it's great. Like it's like you're the artist up there. Yeah, you know you're playing records and 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 these people are reacting to it. Like you feel like you're the one that's performing up there. Right. You know, and I always told myself that you know when this shit is not fun anymore, it's a wrap. It's over with. Yeah. Um, and it's still fun to me. You know. Um, so that's why I'm still here, man. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's not I mean, a crazy thought, though, right? I'm not crazy. I kind of thought I was crazy a little not. bit, right? Jay, hit, Jay just hit 50 years old. Jay Z just hit 50 years old, and rumor is he's coming out with another album. Right. I would listen to Jay Z until until he stopped rapping. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. He well, could be 60 and still rap. I'd buy Jay Z's album. But remember when, like, uh, remember when these like rock stars were hitting their 50s and 40s, but they were still. Uh, dropping heat yeah. like U two yeah. and like uh like Aerosmith, right? Yeah, uh huh. It was like that was a new era of rock and roll that we didn't see that that rock and roll motherfuckers didn't see. They didn't think rock and roll would continue. 
Yeah. And I feel like hip hop is just getting to but, that. But you were saying like twenty years ago, you didn't see that. Well, yeah. hip hop is new. Yeah, exactly. Hip hop is barely hip hop is barely forty years old, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Barely. And so, I yeah. still see Kid Capri yeah. working like a motherfucker. Crazy. Like a Jazzy Jeff is still out there. Yeah. yeah. D Nice is pushing fifty. Is he? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That dude's crazy. Yeah. Killing. Yeah. And he's killing. I saw and, my Puffy's party. He's I mean, like, and then um, with house DJs, you got like um, Junior Vasquez. He's like sixty years old. still got to be up there too. Yeah. Tiesto's there. He's definitely David Guetta is like 48, 49. And I and I feel All like over, these or, these over. older like our generation kind of people and older, they don't want to kind of grow. I mean, they're growing up, but it's a different type of growing up. Like I feel like motherfuckers that got older before, like generations before, yeah. they kind of gave up. Right. Like these motherfuckers ain't giving up. They're like fifty. They still want to <laughs> go out. They still want to like party and shit. It's a whole yeah. new generation, yeah. right? Like times have changed. Like the forty year old twenty years ago. Ain't gonna look like the forty year old from nowadays. Nah, you know what I mean? Like, nah. you know, it's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think that, but it's the truth. Like, yeah. it is what it is, man. Cheers. Yo, Cheers Flex is that. still Cheers. killing it, also, man. Yeah. 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 Doesn't he have a Dre's date? Like, you know? yeah, he's yeah. in Dre soon, right? For Master Flex, is he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even he know. He posted it. Like, he's gonna be out there in April, I think. Salute. 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 Good God. Only you good? You want a shot? Only for you, friends, and that we would do this. I'm telling you. God, that one hit. <laughs> look, at, look at this motherfucker's face God damn <laughs> Man I still got liquor in my system from last night oh. Just activated it oh. Poor baby <laughs> Reactivated Yeah reactivated the, the, the tequila You gotta get some Chengdu after this Ooh, Now we talking about spice yeah, no, I can't say Yo no Franzen that. actually put me on to the dope uh, Chinese spot, right? Which one? Uh, yeah yeah the, that, we, the late night spot Oh, the HK? One, HK Yeah the oh, one on, on yeah. Spring Mountain where they got the, the miso cod. Oh, man. That's yeah. fire. Yo, I just discovered another little spot right next to HK. Really? A Filipino joint called Capuso. Oh, my God. Really? And they have karaoke there. I'm thinking about doing a karaoke R&B night. Did you just Ooh. do one somewhere? No, no. That was a, the venue I went to. But oh, I'm you thinking, just want to visit? I'm trying to figure out a date. Yeah, because, you know, I love R&B music. That's actually my passion. Yeah. How do you feel about R&B nowadays, man? I feel that it's out there. Um, there's a lot of great R&B artists. <laughs> he said it's out there. No, it's out there. Did you, you got see her, what, uh, you got SZA, you got Kiana Lede, you got yeah. um, yeah, you LMA. got LMA, you got Snow Allegra. Uh, what's, what's missing, though? See, don't, I missing. can tell you what's Tory the problem. No, I can tell you what's the problem. There's a lot of good R&B out there, but it's just not... Out for the club. Front, no, it's not out there. It's not you, in the forefront. You gotta look for it. Yeah, you have to look for because radio's not gonna play. Exactly, right? radio's not radio, gonna play it. We know how radio's formulated nowadays. You exactly, hear the same yeah. 10, 20 songs That's every time. But it's also not built for the club. I mean, it's not built also, to dance But to. also, like, back in the days, you have radio supporting that. You You're have talking about the videos? R&B that's coming out right now. now. It's not yeah. made to dance to. Now, it's, that it's, I, I, I can agree to to a certain extent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, you know, in the, in, in, it was in two-step the 90s yeah. and the t- early 2000s, you know, you had Next when they made Too Close. Yeah, and, you had Ideal. You yeah. had 112. But right. I, I feel like they like were that. following the 80s R&B, which mm-hmm. was following the but 70s. The is, like it, it kind of it led to this dance movement Radio was pushing all that music back in the days. Yeah. They were. You had radios and you had like MTV. Yeah. You had yeah, BET. They yeah. were showing videos. But it's too segregated. But nowadays yeah. they're not even showing videos no more. Yeah, but if it's a uh-huh. hit, nobody's like someone's going to play it. But you can't say yeah. that because there's LMA. She's making songs. No, that's what I'm saying. You know. There's good music yeah. out there. No, I mean, no, no. And but I'm, I'm saying is that. supporting some R&B. No, I'm saying the, the R&B isn't as good now. Yeah. I'm saying that the R&B isn't as good Definitely now. Definitely not. I think I think oh, you have, fuck no. I think these women, <laughs> I think like especially the female uh the female R&B singers, uh-huh. I feel like they're going through this like 
weird hip hop R and B folk singer Janis Joplin like uh, woman empowerment talking shit about dudes like music. And it's not <laughs> club music. Do you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's shit like that. Do you yeah. know, like, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, about, like, which right? artist you talking about? Like, Summer Walker? All of them. Almost all of them. Janae Fucking Aiko. Janae Aiko. <laughs> Janae Aiko. Oh, yeah, they're all bashing, man. I like Snow Allegra. There's Look, not a lot a of party lot of the, R&B music, basically. But also, the R&B singers came from, like, a church background. Yeah. Like, they had to sing. Like, like Casey like, and JoJo. Yeah, everyone, like, had to sing. Like a choir. Yeah. And now, because of the technology, you're seeing a lot of bedroom R&B singers. Very true. And a lot of these singers can't sing live. That's why you don't have a lot of live performances and they don't have a good voice and they're limiting the melodies in the songs to cater to their um, lack of range. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make their sense? Their vocal range. Very true. I so they're, they're singing like this. It's time to go to bed. Like I have a question. Like they're <laughs> singing <play>. in like <laughs> literally <laughs> like time to go to bed. You know bed? what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, they're I singing like in a range where you're like, yo, and anybody then, can sing this shit. I have and a then, question. And then they have auto-tune to help them out. Exactly. Melody, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And yo, they're layering their vocals with the auto-tune and that. They're kind of blending it together. So Very it's true. It's like any of us could do that. Yeah. You could. You could. So Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I love Drake, but do you think he's the reason why Shape went sideways for R&B? Because he started singing and rapping and kind of blended the lines between it. When before, in the late 2008s, you had Joe, I mean, yeah, Joe, you had uh, Tank coming out. Trey Song's first album was very R&B-ish, mm-hmm. but after Drake, the like the lines between hip hop and R and B kind of got. I mean, well, I can't blame Drake. Yeah, we had Ja Rule. Yeah, Nelly was doing it. Fifty yeah. Cent, yeah. but they were not singing doing. as much. Fifty as was doing Drake it. Was. Yeah, Drake did right, a whole R and B take care album. That's an R and B album. If you want to blame somebody, if you want to blame somebody, you got to blame Kanye for that eight oh eights and heartbreaks. That was right before Drake. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Was, yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is that that to me implanted the singing auto tune seed into Lil Wayne, mm. and then when Lil Wayne started singing, everyone rappers was like. Oh shit! Okay, so we, we need to start Drake. singing. It's Little Wayne. Well, I will say this: there's a because huge, little, no, because Drake actually kind of could sing. Yeah, he can. Yeah, but little he sang like the way you were just sing. singing. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna put you to bed. That was Drake singing. He wasn't hitting no high vocals. Yeah, but Drake right. Drake got some good melody. No, yeah. no, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not hating on. Like, but yeah. he kind of blurred those did, lines did, a little he bit. He did. He but with like, fireworks. The one thing about Drake, and this is what people don't understand, is that Talk the reason why Drake to me is so successful. Is his enunciation? You can hear every word he says clearly, crystal yeah. Yeah. fucking clear. That's Canada. That's Canada. He's easy to listen to. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. When you hear him, you hear every fucking word. You can listen. Very true. You can sing every yeah. lyric, and it's just like, yo, wow, this is fucking clear. Yeah. And it th- that to me, people will not even know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that goes. So far in music and yeah, really music, yeah. Because I have now, a question, did 808 come out before Drake or 808 and Heartbreak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it came out how long? So like, uh, about no, a year before? No, no, no. Fuck no. It was like three months. Because uh, uh, that's what best I'm thinking. Yeah, had, best ever had came out right. February 2009, and then 808s and Heartbreak came out You're 2008 right. November. That You're sounds right. right. Yeah. But to yeah. me, Drake is like, yo, he, he came into the game. He was like, yo, he's a singer. He's a rapper. I think Kanye, when he did that, it was like, wow, anybody can sing now. However, Very Kanye true. did come out with the auto-tune and um, I put on for my city with Young Jeezy. Yeah. He Very was hitting a fucking auto-tune like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, he was. And then Wayne came out with Lollipop four months prior to that. Mm. So it might be, you might be right. Might be I, Wayne think, I think when Lil Wayne started, it was just like it planned. Because like, Lil Wayne was the hottest shit 
Yeah, yeah, he was the, the then, only. Then you got like Young Thug, you got all these motherfuckers. You yeah, know? not to hold. I mean, well, uh, everybody's like, doing it now. Yeah, you know, that's why there is like a huge void because I remember you were the first person I heard. Play LMA boot up in the club. Yes, and when you played it, I was like, "What was the you? fuck is yeah. this?" Yeah. And the women were going crazy. Stupid. And I looked at Jenny. I was like, song, "Yo!" And you got to remember that song came out a year prior to yeah. that. That yeah, song didn't right. blow up. Yeah. That song didn't blow up till like a year and a couple of months after. Yeah, it actually when I saw came the reaction, out. I was like, "Yeah, Yo, that's a great back. And then he did like a cool <laughs> ass like skating rink set. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, "Yo, oh. this shit goes." And it made me forget. It almost forgot how good it felt to hear R and B in the club. Yeah, the skating rink. Ooh, that's that's what right. brought that and that's back. why I still play like you know R and B in a club because it still works. It's the passion. It's it's it it's the whole like vibe. You know what I mean? You look out there, you see people singing, you see people actually smiling but at you, each other. But you yeah. also have that crowd to be able to play that type of music. Very true. At Dre's, very yeah. true, very true. Um, but I feel like they earned it. I feel Dre's. I can't shit on anything that Dre's does because they earned it. Yeah, they yeah. took the chance. Yeah, and they said like, yo. And they kept it. They ran this with is, it. They we're gonna like, do this. I'm gonna tell you because I'll keep it 100 percent real. To me, Franz has always been one of the best DJs in Vegas since he moved here. Mm-hmm. And I would say sometimes the venues didn't give him a chance because they weren't ready. Yeah. And it just so happens that he found a venue like Dre's that was ready for someone like not only that everything, Franzen, right? everything worked out at the right time. Very exactly. Hip, hip hop came back. Exactly. Was coming back when he came on. With, yeah, he started true. doing Dre's, but he so was still like doing like a form of Dre's at Oracle. He was, but I'm. Yeah. What that I'm shit try- was bananas. But what I'm trying to say is, on the strip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. DJs tend to conform to the venues. Yeah. And the one thing I can say about Franzen is he never conformed yeah. to the venue. He made a whole, he yeah. made a whole hashtag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like me, well, me well, and Neville, me and Neville hold it up for the venue. Yeah, y'all came out. Did, y'all yeah. gave the goods. We hold it up. He was like, "Fuck that." Yeah. He. The thing is, Franzen has some self respect. Exactly. Who knows his worth? Like you motherfuckers. <laughs> well, a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about Friends this. Friends are looking at us like, "Yo, y'all doing that for real?" <laughs> you really playing that? Yo? Well, here's y'all the thing. That shit, man? A lot of people ask me, "Yo, where did the no EDM hashtag come from?" Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know if I talked about this when I was on the nah, first you, episode. No, nah, yeah. So no EDM came from. Um, I'm not going to name no names, no clubs, but there was a club in 2014 um, that wanted me to be their resident DJ. Mm-hmm. But they gave me the ultimatum. Well, if you want to do that, you're going to have to play EDM. Mm-hmm. And I was totally honest with them. I, t- I told them I don't have EDM in my my lab- library and I can't vibe with EDM. I'm not going to play something I can't vibe to. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Like, I can't go up there and fake something. That's not real. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I'm passionate about music. Yeah. And I just told them straight up, I can't, you know, I can't do it. And they're like, well, you know, if you decide that you want to play some EDM, we want you to be our resident DJ. And that's how No EDM came about. Mm-hmm. That hashtag, that's exactly <laughs> how it came about, man. I, I, um, <laughs> this this city to me, like in 2020, when I look back at the last, I don't know, five years or whatever you want to talk about. Six years. Dre's could have easily been another Las Vegas nightclub. Yeah. Well, it was. You yeah. Gotta, you got to understand. It started out that way. When I started um, doing Sundays, that was the only hip hop night. Mm-hmm. Remember, Friday and Saturday was still EDM nights. Yeah. Yeah. We mm-hmm. had uh, we had EDM DJs like Arl, Arl, like Mock J and Sidney Sampson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those Trash. Type of, that I was opening for. Right. I was I was their opening DJ, bro. I would get the Dre's at like ten thirty. Play from like eleven to whatever time they came on, but I I did me though. 
I played hip hop and R&B and of course you know the top 40 all the pop shit right but no EDM and people were vibing to that and I I think that's exactly why Dre's decided they wanted to go hip hop all three nights mm -hmm. is because of you know when I started opening up they seen the people really vibing right. you know the hip hop and R&B and with the headline and DJ the EDM DJ would come on and he'd start playing people would start leaving right and I saw that with my own eyes. I was like, damn, I can't believe this Because honestly, man, like if I think about it, if I go to any other city, right, and we got to give Vegas props for this and Dre's props for this and Franz and props for this. Even if I go to Miami, there isn't a huge mega club that's all hip-hop like that. Dude. Do you understand? For four nights? If I go to L.A. or you mean New for York, four nights? Yeah, four nights okay, straight. Back to mm -hmm. back. If mega I go to nights. L.A., New York, right, there's Fuck nothing no. like that. So no. if anything, I would say Dre's... You know, if we compare it worldwide, is the number one hip hop nightclub in the world? And I've, I've been saying that for like the last year. And look at the artist lineup that question. you guys have. Sorry, right? sorry. No. Live is not four nights hip hop. Nah, no, no. Yeah. only yeah. Sunday. It's a Sunday night. Okay, party. just live on Sunday. And that, okay, that, sorry. Honestly, like if there wasn't a live Sundays, there you know there could be a Dre's. You know, like you, there could be what Dre's is now, mm -hmm. but live Sundays really set the tone for. A mega, mega club, club, most definitely. Hip hop, Stevie yeah. J, right? Yeah, shout out to my yeah. boy Stevie J, headliner. That's a big um, ass room, by the way. Yo, listen, they've been doing live on Sundays has been going on for at least ten years. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's little Wednesday. It is the longest running. You want to talk about mega clubs? That's the longest running hip hop party ever that mm -hmm. I know of. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I remember when the tunnel was going on in New York in the nineties. That shit went on for like four years. Yeah, yeah, right. When Flex really, was, Flex years? was there on no, Sundays. It, it, it Three, no four longer, years? but they, really, yeah, tunnel five like, could be five years. Yeah, did I see Rockefeller? They didn't go like ten years. They, oh, they know where they went doing ten years. Right, now. let's give them eight. <laughs> let's give them eight. <laughs> I would say like from ninety four to two thousand one. Really? Okay, so like God, six, seven, seven years. years. Yeah, wow. six, six or seven years, something like that. Shit. Tunnel was grinding, years, yeah. too. Like, mm -hmm. I remember my first time in the tunnel, they made me take my shoes off, open your mouth, <laughs> let me see if there's any blades under your tongue. I was like, oh, this is some real East Coast shit. This is yeah. some real New York yeah. shit right here. Yeah. I think I'm a buck 50 somebody in a club? Are you crazy? I'm a Filipino kid. Right? Exactly. Look at me. I'm innocent. <laughs> I look Mexican. Speaking of the Bay in New York, uh huh. I got a question. Actually, never, me, never, never had a question, right? Yeah, we, I did have one about E forty. E forty and Biggie. Uh huh. Somebody told me to ask you this before when you was on the show. Okay. Was there a time when E forty pulled out a gun on Biggie? No, there wasn't a the gun part. <laughs> no. I can't confirm that. <laughs> Hold on, but the gun but it was part, some type of beef, though, right? There was definitely some beef. Yeah, okay, was beef. All right. there was, was definitely that? some beef. I think Biggie was in like Sacramento, or it was like one of those cities outside the Bay Area. Uh huh. And I think forty had sent some goons. To go, you know, talk Somebody to him. Somebody told me to ask you this question. Yeah, go talk or check, you know, check him mm -hmm. because of you know the the beef going on with Tupac. Yeah, mm. um, and you know, Biggie was the type of dude. Biggie was one of the coolest dudes in the world. Like I've dealt with a lot of artists through my career. Biggie, I could count on one hand, and I got a lot of artists like in my phone. I could count on one hand on how many artists would just call me, just say what's up. And Biggie was one of those artists. Really? Yeah, oh, he, he was that type of individual. Mm. Friends, what's up? He used to call me friends. Big friends. Baby, baby. <laughs> friends, what's up? You good? I don't want anything. I'm just calling to say what's up. What you smoking? Like, he would just call me just to say what's up. I remember the time he called me and had little Kim on the phone. Mm -hmm. 
This is when Crush on You just dropped. He's like, yo, I got my girl Kim. She's coming to the Bay to do promo on her album. Make sure you take care of her. Get her some smoke. Make sure nobody fucks with her. Just make sure she's good. Wow. And that's the type of dude Biggie was. You know what I mean? Um, But going back to that story, yeah, there was definitely some drama. Um, Biggie always felt, you know, somebody was following him. Like, after that whole Tupac shit happened, Mm -hmm. this is like 96, right? Yeah. Um, He always felt that, you know, the West Coast, man, they really ain't got love for me because of this Tupac shit. And I'm telling them, look, I'm one of your – to this day, people ask me who my favorite rapper in the world is ever – it's going to be Biggie. Over yeah. Jay? Over Jay. Damn. I know. It's, it's crazy, right? Chica, don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Jay is number two, though. Like, like it's because of Biggie's voice and his delivery. Yeah. yeah. And so, I hear a lot of Biggie in Jay. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's why Biggie's my favorite. <clears throat> Um, and I when that I, I know there was some guns pulled on that shit. No, what I, <laughs> probably I when mean, that beef I, was going on, I had this, you know, I stayed out of that shit, man. Yeah, I'm 19. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to concentrate on my career right now. I want to be here for 20 years, 20 more years. Like, I'm not yeah. worried about this. I had heard a story about that actually, enough where that supposedly somebody booked Biggie just to set him up. So when they had him in the car going to the venue, mm-hmm. they called E40 and they're like. Yo, we got him right here. What you want to do? Exactly. And then, That's a story right And then there. 40 was like, nah, nah, nah. Like, you good. They're going to take you back to the airport. You're going to go back to New York. Oh, 40's wow. another dude who called me just to say what's up. God, that guy's cool, though. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's that a, guy seems like the dude. coolest but motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. What happened with that whole situation, though? Is it happened what Jamie just said? The exact same thing? Exactly what he said. That's mm-hmm. exactly, you know. 40 I think it was Stockton, California, by the way. It was either Stockton or Sacramento. Which is like 15. So, like so what happened? Like, how did it end? Like... Yeah, that's what that happened. Like, I guess the, the the little goonie called E40 and was like, yo, we got him here. What you want to do? And then they're like, nah, put him on the phone. And I guess E40 and, and Biggie spoke. And then uh, they're like, yo, they're going to take you back to the airport and you're going straight home. They were trying to set you up or whatever. But yeah. I think that's what happened. From Crooked and Ev, if you don't know about Stockton, bro. Stockton is a whole other fuck. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, I've never even heard of that. Bro, you think Chirac and Detroit was bad? Yo, Stockton Stockton is is no joke. Stockton sounds like some shit in in, uh, the UK. I know, I can say that, right? (laughs) Yo, in in Ireland, Stockton is grinding, bro. Right. In Ireland or or Amsterdam. (laughs) I would go up there in the summers because my uncle is down because I don't know Cali well. Bro, Stockton is up is north. Is it in between? No, or no, is it no, no. Above? So it's more on the on the east side of, of the Bay Area. Uh-huh. It's about forty minutes away, I want to say, or so. It's in nah, between. Maybe, it's pretty uh, much in between, like from the San Bay Francisco, and Sacramento, right? From Saf- from San Francisco is probably what Santi about hour and a half, two hours. Uh, north, it's like forty-five minutes an hour. Like forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. traffic. Are you from Stockton? <laughs> <laughs> but Stock- Stockton is a grimy fucking city. I used yeah, to go up there in the summers, bro. Is it- so why is it grimy? What is it? Because there's nothing to do out there. All, all there is, oh, is it's like Houston. It's open like Houston. It's a big it's the co- sticks, bro. Yeah, it's bad though. Definitely like, the motherfuckers sticks. will kill you and you never Yo, be found. Stockton, Yo, is, don't, is, Stockton don't play. I've never is, heard about this spot. Is Mozzie is Mozzie from Stockton? Mozzie's from Sacramento. Sacramento, actually. okay. Sacramento's pretty grimy too now. Yeah, yo, that's Stockton. the capital of California. Kind of like those stories you hear about know. Connecticut. You know, certain parts of Connecticut that are like, like New really Haven. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stockton. If you go to Connecticut, you're like, oh shit, this is this fucked up. Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Stockton. That's where the the Diaz brothers from the UFC are from. Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz, and they're grimy yeah. shit fighters. Wow. Yeah. Got a little small airport. 
hella cheap flights from Stockton to Vegas back And there's before. two oh, malls? The only reason I know that is because I used to deal with a chick from Stockton. Oh, my God. Oh, Are you what? <laughs> no, I used to buy her flights to come out here. Damn. Look at this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and uh, there's two malls. You was a sponsor? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You was trying to upgrade her, like a low trying, upgrade, right? Yeah. Yo, any, 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 any upgrade is an upgrade. Ain't, ain't, ain't no, ain't no <laughs> upgrade to Stockton chick, bro. I tell you that right now. D Miles, Allegiant? Yes. Yes. It's a bad one. Yeah, we laughing at Allegiant, but this Raiders stadium is called Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Allegiant Stadium. I mean, Allegiant got two flights out of Stockton a day. One in the morning and one in the evening. And oh, you knew, right? Like she was coming in the morning on her. You're like, I want her out of here. You got to. This is the only yeah, flight you could catch. And Straight then up. Stockton has two fucking malls and they're across the street from each other and they're both grimy as shit. Damn. It's a bad place, bro. <laughs> Damn, we we should have some Stockton man. beef right I now. I haven't been there so long. Shout out to Stockton. Stockton slap, you know? By the way, they're growing some good weed out there, too. Amen. It's nothing but fields. people in Stockton hear this? Send me a couple of those, please. Personal. Strictly for personal. Uh, what do you call it? Yo, I want to ask you a question, man. Mm-hmm. We had like a lot of uh, deaths recently. I know. Man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke, right? Right. We've had Juice World, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, RIP. Right? Uh, Mac Miller, XXXTentacion, uh, Fredo, Little Peep. Crazy. Yo, like, I kind of, we were talking about this earlier today and uh, even previously. Is there like a lack of OGs? Or is the youth not listening to the OGs? I think it's a little bit of both. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of both. Right? You were saying I someone was shitting on the new OGs. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I read somewhere or so, so online how, like, the this OG was online. He was talking about, yeah, these young kids, they're not listening to us. But then again, we're not, like, out there trying to teach them how to do better. Very so like true. you say, friends, it's like both uh, the it OGs fault ways, yeah. and the young kids' fault as well. But it's also that they don't need us to get put on anymore, right? right. Because before they would have so needed easy. us. Mm-hmm. They would have needed, like if you were in the biz, they would have needed to come to you to for introduce that, them to the- For to that the, approval and introduce you to- Exactly. And, then you, would, and you wouldn't have brought on. them to those people until you work with them. Until they were ready. Exactly. And got yeah. them ready. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But now- it's these a kids, era. Yeah. These kids- They don't they, need it. There's no middleman. There's just the they, internet. They just go out there and However, do it. Right. However, going through an OG and getting put on by OG has a longevity more so than the, than the other side of it. They're Very just true. Going through the internet and putting yourself on. The longevity is- because you have cosigns and you someone call you and be like, "Yo, you're fucking up. Don't do this. Do that." So yeah. But then, but if a kid, if a kid is able to put himself, like, find his own beats, write his own songs, put his shit on the internet, and it blows up, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard right. to listen to an OG because you're just like, "I got I mean, myself." Here. Yeah, I don't. I right? like. Very I don't true. think Russ. He's probably one of those kids that does everything, and I don't think he has OGs. However, I think he has OGs outside of the music industry that kind of lead him. Well, his way. dad is an OG. His dad runs like some marketing firm. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure he helped him with a and lot. And friends, of and maybe shit. you could answer this too. Like I think the um, the guys that have been successful in the music business in the last ten years, they've had OGs: Cole, Kendrick, yeah, Drake, them, Drake, yeah. Big Sean, yes. like them, them four dudes alone. You know what I mean? They've had sustainability in the last. Yeah, 10 and maybe years that's why they're still around. Exactly. Shit, even Future. Yeah, you know, but but these are also artists from ten years ago. But but I'm just saying, yeah. like, we haven't seen any of these younger kids have sustainability yet. When you bump into new artists, or like, I'm because you, you say you produce, right. obviously, and you're you're in the lab all the time, and you try to work with the new artists. You know, is there a difference? Definitely, their attitude, um, just how they carry themselves, 
you know the the respect level right it's very very different man because like you said a lot of these artists they can go on the internet and blow themselves up so they don't have that guidance you know a lot of these new artists i think um they don't have the ogs there to be like yo you're doing this shit wrong Yo, stop that before it's too late. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's too late for some of these motherfuckers, man. Like, but I was reading about how Fat Joe was trying to warn Six Nine about and he what he was want, going through, and he didn't want to. He listen. didn't want to listen to him, and look what happened. Because yeah. he he figured I got myself this far, mm-hmm. and then but this is Fat you Joe though. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm he's surprised. been through a lot of shit himself. <laughs> uh, for also, him to like help, try to help the young kid out, I tell everybody, like, nah. what's the best teacher? Experience, right? Mm-hmm. Past. Yeah. Like your past, like what you've gone through in life. And a lot of these younger generation, the younger generation, they haven't gone through shit yet. No. Nah. So I think sometimes, you know, when they when they don't want to listen to the OGs and they do go through some shit, hopefully it's registering to them now. Like hopefully 6 ix in jail like, fuck, I should have listened to Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. I should have took his advice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but now it's too late. It's too late because... You know, the respect level, like I said, and times have changed, right? You know, back in the days, like, back in the days, if you wanted to record a song, you would have to book studio time. There is no, let me pull out my laptop and go to Guitar Center and grab some mics and and an Apollo and and record my own song. Back in the days, you really had to do work. Back in the days, like, if you didn't hear it on the radio, you couldn't play it on your phone. You really had to do work. Where now, it's so much easier. That's why the other day I just tweeted, you know, technology and the internet is a gift and a curse because it really, really right. is. Because mm-hmm. yeah. nowadays, some some dude who's hustling can take five racks and be like, oh, I'm going to buy a laptop. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to make a song. And then put it on the internet the same day. 20 years ago, there was no such up. thing. You, you don't have to shop for, uh, um, shop for a label to get put on. There was no such thing, exactly. You're actually almost better off finding someone with a huge following already mm-hmm. and then training them for music. Yeah. Because then you don't have to create the following. I mean, I think exactly. Post Malone is something along those lines. He had a big following with Everson, and his whole style kind of just fucking flipped. Crazy. And took the fuck but he's, off. He's, yeah, but he's like a rare, he's a unicorn. That's what I'm saying. He's but got, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got a voice, too. Nah, he, he's, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Travis got along the same lines, but again, it's you. those few guys. I, I, I give it to Post Malone a little bit more No, than no, no, Travis. no, for sure. For just sure. because I can, I can hear Post Malone perform live. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Travis, yeah. Travis needs the auto tune. Yeah, yeah. You know, he needs Mike Dean there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I feel he like, needs right. help, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But the, the following thing that you were mentioning, yeah, I think those are two rare unicorns that you said. But Post Malone is definitely the example of that. Yeah, where they kind of. But that was that, that was a different era of SoundCloud. That was five years music, ago, right? But yeah. what's the era now? Like, what I mean, the, the era what are we now, moving into? I don't know, man. The era now is the is the viral moment. TikTok. Just a TikTok moment. Oh shit! No way. Yeah, TikTok. is that going to last though? TikTok? Yo, but I'm gonna be honest. Because TikTok started like music a, is a popping up on TikTok. Yeah, a lot of the music. I told you about that renegade shit. Remember? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. kid that blew up off of that tr- that track Roxanne. That yeah. was TikTok. Uh, yeah. Arizona's. I don't even know his name. That's yeah. how fucked up it is. Arizona something. Service or whatever you. I fucked up. Fucked syphilis. Up what? what? <laughs> syphilis. Arizona syphilis. <laughs> but yeah, no. I heard about that song off of TikTok. And it, it skyrocketed. And he probably accidentally made that song and had no idea he had a hit on, hit on his hands. Do you think, uh, like, artists like the baby, 
You think they? Do you think they peaked, or are they going to peak this year? They're going to. They. You know. They just didn't hit the surface. <laughs> that's that's a good question because I want to know who's going to be the star of twenty twenty. Who you day, think? Like, who you think is going to be? Sugar is still his biggest song today. Sugar is crazy. Bob is a pop. Bop, yeah. Well, Bop is a crazy record, but I think Sugar's just, when that song comes on, it's just different. And artists like The Baby, like, I respect artists like that because he's not using auto tune. Mm-hmm. You listen to a lot of these new artists nowadays, like, it's going to be there. Yeah. Melodyne, auto tune, it's going to be there. How, these how guys are, from um, Buffalo, New York right now, the Griselda guys, those guys are so fucking dope. And like, the these dudes are really like, they're bringing it back to the essence of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see. Before we started, you said that when you had the baby, it was just ridiculous at Dre's. Crazy. Can you talk about like, um, I wanted to go bad that night and I heard all it. it um, to me, like when people are saying, yo, this is the hottest new artist. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, he's one of them. But that night at Dre's, I believed it because <laughs> yeah. it was you just, it wasn't even like a big, a big night either. It wasn't a big weekend. There was no fights going on. It was, I think it, it was, was a regular was, Saturday uh, night. No, I think it was Las Vegas, uh, day in Vegas. I think was that was it? the weekend that it was. Yeah. Because he was out here for that. I think he was doing was that. I think I'm he not was, sure. I'm not I think sure. he was here on a Friday, and he was performing at Dan Vegas on a Saturday. You know what? You're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. But that crowd wasn't a Day in Vegas crowd. No, yeah, if, you yeah. know what I'm, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that crowd was a the baby crowd, for real. Yeah. Like His performance was good? It was pretty good. Yeah. I can't, but, you know, here's another thing. Me being at Dre's for five years, I've seen so many artists rap over the tracks mm. if i want to hear you rap over your tracks i might have just well listened to your song yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's yeah. why i respect artists like big sean little wayne um fabulous these artists who actually rap over instrumentals Jay-Z. Yeah. and 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 rap over you know sometimes they bring a band mm-hmm. and i love that shit because that takes me back you know back in the days like 90s early 2000 all artists used to rap over instrumentals right. or yeah. TV nowadays track, yeah. it's like Let's just go ahead and sing over the song. I know. And so that lazy. shit is irritating to me, man. Yeah. And another thing artists don't do nowadays, they don't make radio versions. They don't make clean versions. You listen to old Tupac, Biggie, Snoop record, they made actual, they changed the lyrics, the lyrics. for the radio, for the kids. Saying they re-rapped. They re-rapped. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They like, re-rapped me, their they shit. They make two versions of this yeah. song. Yeah, two versions. Like to me, uh, DMX and Faith Evans, that song, uh, How It's Going Down, Yo, the radio version to me Crazy. is better than the curse Crazy. version. Yeah. Crazy. Like, I'm, that's one thing I do miss uh, in music nowadays, yeah. you know? I, th- I think a lot of these artists just are comfortable and they're lazy. And they don't value radio. They, they don't value it. And at the same time, somebody's not, tell- somebody's not telling the artist, yo, you got to do this. You got to switch you know up. It's, it's not, easy to I switch up I recently had to um, DJ. I switch for, up the lyrics. Like, DJ for Snoop. Uh-huh. And he gave well, his people gave me his instrumentals for him to perform over. Uh-huh. And like all all instrumentals, all no, instrumentals. no TV tracks or nothing. It nothing. was just like instrumentals. Yes, which all artists should be doing. All and I hate when they don't do that. It's like the worst fucking. Sound. So so the baby was hitting his vocals over instrumentals. Not nah, but he he kind of stopped. No, no, and no. The, the baby shit, actually man. performed over his tracks. Yeah, oh, okay. no instrumentals. Yeah. He like he stops and he dances and he fucks with the crowd. But yeah. to me, it's kind of like it's it's a different. It's a given. And then another thing, music? it's just weird to me to, to just stop rapping your your lyrics. It's almost like you're a hype man. Mm, and I, I think, I honestly think. Do you want to talk about hype man? Rich the Kid was performing one time and all he was doing was ad libs. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Throw them these Ad libs. That's it. Just ad libs. This shit was crazy. I was like, are you listening to this? <laughs> He's hitting like plug walk. He's just walking. doing his ad libs, bro. 
I always have a thing with Travis Scott, man. I think I feel like he started the thing to be to to kind of be the hype man for your song. Glorified hype man. Yeah. Because he was just amping the shit up and it just became about jumping into the crowd, mosh pitting, and it didn't have anything to do with him performing. It could be in the middle of like his lyrics and a chorus and he'd just jump in and like the chorus would keep going and the song would keep going and he'd be in the crowd. Yeah. And I think that is dope. I think there's a movement in that alone, but I think it set the tone for everyone just being like, yeah, I'm just going to rap over my vocals. And then I, I need to have that Travis Scott moment of jumping into the crowd. Right. You know what I'm saying? It. Like, remember everyone would jump in the crowd. They missed the crowd. They'd like fail. <laughs> yeah. Or the crowd would split. It was like all of these artists. And that was like the turn up moment of like, yo, like I did the Travis Scott shit. I did the mosh. Like motherfuckers just mosh. I think it's my highlight yeah. of my show right Yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the actual performance. It just had to do with that act. Yeah. That moment. It's almost like uh, with EDM and like Las Vegas uh, clubs and cryo. Like yeah. All these DJs want that cryo picture moment. moment. Yeah. They want that cryo video moment, right? And that's it's kind of like that for the rappers at the same time. Man. Yeah. And you're, yeah, I, I hate that hype. That hype. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the hype man shit that like rappers are starting to become. And I feel like the baby can rap his shit. Oh, he definitely can. A lot, a lot of these rap, like I was just watching some footage of Roddy Rich yesterday, and he was rapping over instrumentals, but he would miss. Like I know this, I've seen this guy before, but it's just that he would miss. Like that, you know how rappers like they they rap their verse right, and then like towards the end, the 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 word that actually rhymes, yeah, they miss that. They expect the crowd to sing it. Right. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't sound good. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. Like, you have to finish your lyrics. You saw him live. He, did he perform once at Dre's? At Dre's, yeah. Right? How was he? He did pretty good. Yeah. He, I mean, he performed over tracks, but he did pretty good. Wait, who are you asking about? Roddy Rich? Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like... I feel like he got it though. Like I've, I've heard him. I've heard him perform over instrumentals. I, yeah. He's an artist that has it. He could do it. He don't need the auto tune. No, he don't, no. he don't need auto tune. He's played over. He just keys. needs to finish his sentences. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. He has grammar. He has grammar errors. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think this is his year. I think. I, you, I mean, you called that last year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely Roddy Rich. I think he's just like, I think the box is just touching the surface. That shit has been number one for like seven weeks yeah. on yeah. Hot 100 Billboard. Too. Crazy. Justin Bieber just got in the It's not even week. the best song on the album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because some people are saying because of TikTok. Yeah, probably. It, it, it's definitely that. because yeah. He made a TikTok for that, for, the, for that song. No, but I'm saying that TikTok, the yeah. that sound, There's that's a lot of what made the song yeah they're so literally saying clean the clean the mm-hmm. wow. yeah that, that's what made it go viral on tiktok and Roddy rich is definitely he'll yeah. he's gonna be he's one of the, those artists to me and i told him this i actually uh we actually threw his 21st birthday at dre's when he performed yeah. oh yeah God, that's and, right. I told, and i he told him this, 21? he yeah. just turned 21 he just turned 21 and i told him crazy bro, you're gonna be around for a long time and dude yeah. is a very very uh you know humble guy too yeah. so i think he'll be around for a minute I have a question for you, uh, friends. And you've been in the game for thirty years plus. Been cool with Rockefeller Records and a shit ton of other other record labels. Have you ever thought of getting to the A and R game, like under a DJ Khaled or Rock Nation or? Yo, people have been asking me that for years, um, and it's definitely something I want to do. Because you have a different year uh, opposed to the regular A and R. Because you are a DJ, mm-hmm. so you know what the fuck works. Um, I'm actually working on some stuff right now. Um, 
hopefully by the summertime I could put something out. But I just wanted the timing to be right, and I wanted it to be a, you know, a good project. I just, I just don't want to throw records out there. I feel like sometimes there's a lot of DJs that you know make these records just to put it out there, yeah. just to say they have like media out there. content, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I'm gonna put out something, man, that shit has to be quality. It has to be, it has to be one of those records that's accepted. Mm-hmm. By not just DJs, by everybody, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's why we're making this music. We're not just doing this for our friends. Like, sometimes, you know, people will make music just for their friends. Mm-hmm. And if their friends tell them it's hot, to them it's hot. Right. Well, my, shit, my boys told me it was hot. Play the record. <laughs> well, shit, if your boys, like, one time I'll never forget, um, I was still living in the Bay, and somebody asked me to play the record. i like, all right, cool. I listened to the record. Yeah. Oh, it's the hottest shit. And I listened to it in Q. I remember it was it was off a CD, and I I told him, "Look, we'll make a bet right now. I'll play your record. If the crowd doesn't react, if some of my people start leaving the dance floor, you gonna give me five hundred bucks. Now, if they keep dancing and jumping around, I'm gonna give you five hundred bucks. I was five hundred dollars richer that night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I told him, bro, just because your friends think it's hot." doesn't mean everybody thinks it's hot. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I had to give them a re- reality check. But you've been working on this music for a while. Yeah, for So a while. I know you're being extra, extra... Diligent. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's being... Careful uh, to me. He's being, like, really selective on what he's about have to push to. out. Yeah. Have to, man. Have I'm you sh- ever fucked around and sent, like, Jay-Z a record? And be like, yo... I actually sent him a record last year. Damn, man. I might have it in my phone. No, he's not rapping over it, just the beat um, that Scoop, Scoop DeVille and I did. Yeah, shout to Scoop DeVille. You know, we I'm going to let you guys man. hear this beat, actually, when... <laughs> when we're done? Yeah, when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> what about Drake? You fucking around and send Drake a record? I haven't sent Drake a record yet, but I do... You did but, choose his biggest club record, maybe. Motto, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, whenever I do go out to Toronto, I work with 40. Mm, 40 oh, nice. has taught me a lot of things. Really? A lot of things, like... 40s actually because I've I've been I've always had my hands in producing music but 40 was actually the one who was like yo I believe in you just go ahead and buy this piece of equipment uh, which was the MPC live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know just just start putting things together and he's really the one who inspired me and now I'm on Ableton Ableton changed my life man like I've had this program for years and finally I just last year 2019 I finally decided to start fucking with it yeah and it's def- definitely changed my life wow yeah i'm excited man Love i want to hear some i want to hear some friends and shit man. <laughs> I know, right, man. you guys will i put promise it together, man. actually when i leave here man i'm gonna go work some more shit yeah like that's that's what i love to do yo man yeah, like man. honestly we've we've i've you know me never and i'm obviously d and jamie we've seen your 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 come up you know even yeah. in the city of las vegas shit yeah i love and, this city man and, and, I, and i told i told my family and friends that you know, when I'm when my time is up, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be buried in Las Vegas. Mm. That's my request. Really? Oh, sure. Yeah, because this city is. I mean, I have my own day in this city. Yeah. You know what I mean? What like, day is it? Um, May 28th, three days before my birthday. Uh, Lawrence Weekly and the city gave me my own key to the city, oh, so shit, that's they gave right. me a proclamation. <laughs> so, like, this that's, city that's is amazing. Done, I've had my ups and downs in the city. Granted, like I mean, we yeah, all yeah, have. Yeah, 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 right. You know, yeah. I, I've I've even gone through you know um, gambling problems as well. Like I almost really? lost it. I almost lost everything, man. Um, I've I'm one of those people that's gone through it, and it's not. I'm not scared to talk about it. Right. You know, and this city will eat you up. But then again, when you 
when you do when you do right by people, um, opportunities will come up. Wow. And I had to actually talk to myself in the mirror. I'm a Gemini, so I talk to myself anyway, right? <laughs> but I'm had, with you, bro. <laughs> I had to talk to myself in the mirror. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, I remember there was one time I couldn't even pay rent. Like, how am I going to pay rent? Like, this shit is fucked up. So that that right there changed my life. When I got rid of that gambling problem, Yeah, that changed my life right there. It's crazy. Big time. Right, yeah. Big time, man. I, I honestly think what you're doing. I love this city, man. Yeah, I think honestly think what you're doing with Dre's is a legacy. And oh, then we're going to look yeah, back. Man. We're going to look back on it 20 years. Yeah. And I would actually put it up there. With a Studio 54 in New York, I will put up there with yeah. Tunnel, Funk Flex Tunnel. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't even think people, motherfuckers realize it. You know right what I'm now, saying? Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying, like, I, I think 10, 15, 20 years from now, we're gonna look back, and a bunch of motherfuckers are gonna look back, especially the artists. Mm-hmm. The artists are gonna be like, man, when we was performing at Dre's in Vegas, yeah. like they're gonna look yep. back like that was a legacy. Well, think about yeah. who they've had the yeah. weekend. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah, we've man. had everybody. Future. I, think, I feel like y'all had Sam, everyone. T.I., We've Big had Sean, everyone. Like, put it this way. I think we've had everyone except Drake. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Drake and Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z. Jay-Z ain't doing no clubs, though. You've had man. J. Cole. Like, but my goal crazy. is before before my time is up at Dre's is to get Jay there just to just to come vibe to me DJing, man. Mm-hmm. That's like, That'd be fucking That's sick. like one of my goals right there. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm going to shout him out. Oh, we got Jay Z in the house. I just want him to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I haven't had the time to actually. The, I mean, the last couple of times I've seen him, I didn't. You know, I didn't get to bring it up. But next time I see him, I'll make sure I bring that up. And another thing I wanted to bring up to him was um, back when Give It to Me. I don't know if I did. I tell you guys a story about Give It to Me. No, I don't. The Jay Z so. and Pharrell record. So when that record came out, um, Bobby Dash, who's Dame Dash's brother, sent me the CD. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on the radio six days a week at that time on KML in the Bay Area. And when I got that record, I listened to it once. I'm like, oh, I'm playing this on the air right away. I'm not calling the music director. I'm not calling the program director. I'm playing this shit right away. Executive Put call. that shit in the CD case. Played it. Hotline rings. That hotline bling. When that hotline bling, <laughs> you know you're in trouble. What record is this? Oh, this is the new Jay-Z and Pharrell record. This shit is going to be a smash. It's called Give It To Me. All right, well, you come to my office tomorrow at 3 p.m. Go to my program director's office. I get suspended for a week without no pay. Damn. A week later when I get back to work, so it's two weeks now. Mm-hmm. A week later I get back to work, we're playing the record in regular rotation. <laughs> and that's another thing I got to bring up to Jay. Crazy, man. I broke so many records at that radio station, but that one record that I believed in, I got suspended for and so when you, um, I'm gonna ask a question. Yeah. When you came back to work, and they started playing the record, did you talk to your um your director? The director nah. was like, "Yo, what's the deal?" It's like it, the the, the money was already go. garnished out of my paycheck, so it's not like I could have went back to Look, it. I told yeah, you so. Man. You know, it was just it was just one of those. I would have went by the office like, "Yo, what's the deal, man?" You, you like, we all record. we all laughed about it, you know. But that's one thing I've been waiting to tell Jay. It's been 20 years. I've been waiting, to, and I've just. All the interactions we've had in 20 years, and I still haven't told him that story. I can't wait to tell him that story. <laughs> you know, Did hopefully you, I'll get a Rolex. And it, and it was different back then. It was different back then because you were the voice for what San Francisco and the Bay listened to. Yeah, definitely. It had to go through you first. Definitely. So it's not like the internet where people were like, oh, shit, I just released a song. They'd be like, I don't give a... F- 
it had to go through you, and you had to decide with the program director to Fucking play it. Gatekeeper, yeah. well, we would have a you know mixer meetings every week yeah. too. You know, like our our DJ crew at KMO, uh, we were known as all star DJs, and whatever conventions we would go to, it was like twelve of us. Mm-hmm. They would fly all of us out, take care of all our hotel rooms, take care of all our food. You know what I mean? And and and. Times have changed. They it's, don't do that for DJs it's anymore. It's such a different Fuck, world yeah. because, like, even if you told, like, a kid who was, like, 18, like, just imagine that you wouldn't be able to, you couldn't get through music if it didn't go through me first. Yeah. Real like, talk. I had to tell you what to listen to. Real talk. That's the crazy shit. That, mm-hmm. And that's really how the industry has changed a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that concept alone, now that I think about it, is is kind of insane. Yeah. That you had that much power on the radio. Crazy, man. Did yeah. you yeah. break uh, Steel Dre as well? Steel Dre? Yeah. I broke that whole album. When that album, before that album came out, I'll never forget Interscope Records sent us the album. It was on a Saturday night um, at, on, on my mix show called Club 106, 6 to 10 at night. And when we got that album, Chronic 2000, Chronic 2001, I played the whole album from front to, from the intro mm. to the outro. Damn I'll never yeah. forget that. Skip the porno break, but yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but the edited version, you know. Um, so basically, every uh, everything on that record, man. Even uh, let's get high. Yeah. Yo, I played that on the radio. Of course, the the edited version. But I just remember playing that like, yo, this is gonna be a problem when I'm playing in the wow. clubs. That's crazy. Crazy, man. man. Yo, friend. Yeah. Any, any any other questions? Anything? I think we covered a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we Good. gonna hear your Appreciate name on the, yeah, Are we gonna hear know. your name on the next Drake album again? <laughs> uh, he's working on that right now. I don't <laughs> that was know, a flex. Man. That was a flex, though. Oh, Big time. oh, you talking about the last album? You talking yeah. about Elevate? No, yeah. Are we gonna, yeah. Well, I'm talking about Elevate, which was cool. But are you gonna get another one on this one? Do you know? I don't. I, I never know. That was a good flex. That shit was. How crazy did you find out about this one? Um, Elevate. Oh, okay. So here's here's a funny story. I'm gonna tell you guys a story about. Why he why he said that and how I found out about it. So I went on a birthday vacation by myself solo to Miami. Uh, when was that? Two thousand shit. When that album come out? Two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. Um, it was in June. Um, it was like two days after my birthday, and he texted me. He's like, "Yo, um, I'm almost done with the album. I gave you a shout out." I just want to say happy belated birthday. I yeah. was like, oh, man, wow, that's man. dope, man. Right on, bro. I appreciate that, you know? And then and then he asked me about this girl that lives in Vegas. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Um, but to make a long story short, so he tells me about it. When the album comes out, people start texting me like, yo, he just shouted you out on the album. He actually, he actually texted me the lyrics of what he said. Right, he's just like he sent me all these text threads, and then this one text thread just had the lyric, the verse to, to, to yeah, the, where he mentioned me, um, and so I started hearing from people like, "Yo, he shouted you out." I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta, I gotta listen to what he's talking about." Yeah, yeah. So he shouted me out. I knew what he was gonna talk about, but I just didn't know how it was gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Like when he sent me the lyrics, I'm over here trying to rap it. Like, all right, is this how he would rap it? <laughs> I was fucking wrong, of course. At the aria. <laughs> so when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, okay, this is what he was talking about. Because you know, I don't believe people until it actually happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. we live in a world today where people say shit and won't follow follow through mm-hmm. with it. Or I, I, I didn't even think it was gonna make the album. 
So when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's dope. But um, when I heard the record, I was like, should I play this at the club? I was like, you know what? I'm with my close friends right now. And the, 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 the record is about, you know, your boys. You elevating with your boys and, 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 and taking it to the next level. I played it in the club. Nobody was feeling. I was like, "This ain't a club record," but it was just dope for me to. But play I know the you brought that shit back. You had to have your your. I actually didn't bring it back. You didn't bring your line back. <laughs> you dropped nah. model instead. You, you didn't, didn't do it. Nah, you I, didn't, I, I, I didn't drop model. You didn't, you didn't bring it back. Your I line? didn't bring it back, but I did record it on Instagram and put it on my story. Uh, you should have brought it back. You know, get your flex get your on. Name <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta really. I'll do that next time. I'll do that next time you come to Dre's with man. some gunshots. But how that story came about? So, um. He came to Vegas one night just on some fluke shit wanting to gamble. And I remember I had my 90s party at Dre's. This was like my second or third 90s party. I had Snoop performing. It was on a Sunday night. Um, and he texted me right before I'm going on like, yo, I just got to Vegas. Party at the Aria. I'm like, bro, I'm at, I got to work. He's like, we're not starting the party till like 2 in the morning. I was like, cool. Perfect. He's like, I need you to invite some girls. I was like, bro, that's not a problem. I got it. Sent the mass text out, told Gino to hit some girls. Next thing you know, like, I get off, like, around 3.30, and we're all headed to Aria. We got about 80 to 100 girls with us. Whoa. What? 80 to 100 I like girls. how you say sent no, mass but text no, out. But no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when, I tell these, when I tell these girls, I'm just telling them it's a private party. I'm not letting them know, oh, it's Drake's but they party. Know. It's, it's Drake's party. Yeah, but they have an idea. They got to know. It is Drake. They might know, but Drake wasn't even supposed to be. In Vegas that weekend, he just came on a fluke. Mm -hmm. So when we got to the suite, wait, what kind of girls are these, by the way? These are just random shorties in Vegas. You know, a couple working girls, couple everything, all over the place. (laughs) Like you know, out here in Vegas, top tier, top tier. We got girls that work nine to five. We got girls that strip. We got work. We got girls that work the carpet in the casino. All the girls like. Did you have to take care of the transportation of like you brought the shuttle? Hell no! no. I told him meet me at Aria. (laughs) Take the Uber. (laughs) Do what you got to do. Drive yourself. So we walked upstairs and we created the whole vibe. It was just a party. I remember French was up there. Ross was up. It was just a bunch of random people up there. When Drake comes into town, all of these shorties hit your DM, right? Like we see a a couple because I see you on. Well now, now they know. Now they know. I put them on blast. I see the Instagram. Oh, the LOLs? And you're like, oh, yeah. everybody. I love that, I by hate the way. You. <laughs> I you're love like, that. All these shorties hitting me up right now saying, how you doing, friend? Where you at tonight? The LOL they is know the real shit. The LOL is <laughs> we all get it, though. Like, come on now. We all I don't, get it. I don't get that shit. <laughs> We're not all friends, friends, Hey, bro. we'll all post something. Oh, what are you doing tonight? What are you talking about? You just liked the picture. Yeah. What do you mean? What am you I doing? You know what's tonight? going on. Yeah. Come on. You know, they try to make sense. This your time. bottle? This your bottle? This your bottle? The bottle rest? <laughs> take a double no, shot. No, it's just at my table. <laughs> take a double shot. Not going to lie. Last time you had something at the Palms, uh, you invited Darren. And Darren's like, yo, let's go. So we went up and they didn't even let us in. Oh, bro. <laughs> he was tight. Yeah. What? He was what tight. Was that? This was. Uh, <laughs> it was like last year, two years maybe ago. Maybe two years ago. It was a sweet was tight. It was I wouldn't let y'all this motherfuckers is, in either. <laughs> this must have been before the podcast, right? <laughs> no, this was after the podcast. <laughs> no, what, what party was it? I, I don't, don't remember. Know. We were. It was at Palms, but he he didn't want to fly solo, so he's like, "These motherfuckers." Yeah. Remember. Was it a Halloween party? <laughs> was it? Because nah, that's the in the last two years, that's they the only party I've thrown at Maybe I, I just remember the security was like not having it. He's like, Yo. What's, what security was it? Was Fuck. it Palm security or was it? I think so. No, no, no. It was, no, it was, it was, it was, it was at the door. It was at the door. 
So we showed up and we knocked. I was <laughs> like, Darren yo, got like, so I, even sh- I even showed him like your text message. He was like, nah. Was it Santi over there? No, <laughs> no it, wasn't, it wasn't Santi. It wasn't Santi. I don't know, but Darren really got mad. We went to McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, man, let's bounce. I, I even, I, I, I like, I didn't, I didn't have Gino's number. I had your number. I text you, but I was like, I can't even bother him right now. He DJing. So yeah. I'm, I'm not even going like, to Yeah, because I'm scene. one of those cats that I don't check my phone. When I'm I don't check my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I ain't going to make a scene. It's all good. See, I got this like, at the door. Dead, man. Yeah. yeah, we got this. And then we just turned around. <laughs> yeah, I was hot. Damn, hurt. my bad, bro. The fucked up thing is. Don't feel the, bad. Don't feel yeah, bad. The fucked up thing was that we showed up, right? We're in the elevator. We're going up. And then these two girls, like three to four girls, whatever, they get in the elevator. And we're like, oh, we're all going to the same place. They let those girls go in and they're like, hold it, right? And we're like, yeah, we're with them. And they're like, no, 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 no. Damn, my yeah. bad, you guys. Nah, it's, it's cool, good. but it's, it's a fun story. Darren yeah, was man. definitely pissed, but it was funny. I don't no, like man. hearing shit like that. Man, you know, I, I like to take care of the people that take care of me. No. And you guys have always been great to me, man. Like, yeah. It's okay. Like Next time, hit us up for the Aria. But anyway. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Now, Franzen, like you've always been the solid dude. Even when me and Never had new, we had the store. You always and you would come. You, yeah, I still man. wear my you, new shirts. Yeah, you would come in and do an hour set, two hour set, and oh, exactly, for yeah. the love of it, man. Yeah. Well, my thing is this: like, you know, if I, like I treat, I'm from the old school. I treat people how I want to be treated, and you guys have always showed me respect, and I'm gonna show that respect right back. You know what I mean? It's not about how much clothes you could give me or how much money you could pay me for DJing. Yeah. It's all about the respect level. And that's why, you know, I did that for you guys. I'll, I'm not doing that for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, even, even Some of y'all out there for the right price, <laughs> I can make your shit tighter. But these, this is family right here. No, so even that's when, why I did that. When I used to come out here at my early 20s, I used to hang out with Darren. Even at Oracle, you showed, you showed me love. And you didn't know who the fuck I was. Gave me a Long Island and... Yeah, we yeah. hung out that night. It's all like I go off energy and vibes. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, I I could read people really good, and there's so many people like, so many people come up to me. Oh, how come you don't fuck with us, or how come you don't hang with? Us? It's because I can't hang and fuck with everybody. I'm not that type of person. I'm a very like secluded person. Like I'm cordial with everybody. I can be cordial with everybody. Like yeah. you know, I'm show everybody respect. But as far as like inviting you to my personal place, my studio, my house. It's got to be deeper than that. You know what I mean? Uh, You can't fuck with everybody, especially in this city, man. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Especially in this city. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that cordial line. I haven't heard that word. Yeah, cordial. It's a good friendly line going on. Start telling shorties that cordial, cordial, cordial. You know, (laughs) what are we? We're cordial. (laughs) Yeah, that's the new status. That's the new status. Talking with cordial. You know, yeah, I like that. Cordial. Yo, yo, friend, thank you. Thank you so much for coming through, man. Thank Thank you guys. Congratulations, man, on over a hundred episodes. Like I've I watch I watch a lot of the episodes and you guys really do like get after it and you know, ask these DJs and these music people the right question, man. And I'm I'm inspired by watching the the episodes, you know. Even Santi, my bro Santi's like, Yeah, I listen to their I listen to their podcast. It's just dope. Like I was just in San San Diego, no, Chicago last week, and a couple of people came up to me. Yo, I seen you on that road podcast with Crook and Never, uh, D Miles (laughs) and and Jamie. Yeah, you know, and that was almost two years ago. You were episode, you were episode thirteen, my man. Wow, and we're in episode one twenty four now. I think you were one twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I think he he was our third DJ, right? Because it was a. 
I think it I was. It was Ross. Ross. Ross is the first one. The captain. The captain. And, yeah. and then him. Yeah. 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 Wait, this is episode 124? Yeah. No, this is 125, 26. 5, 6, yeah. I was about to say. But 24, 24 comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Dope. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys, man. Nah, you did, you did it on the love before you even knew what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, you, like, you, you, you took a chance with and us. And you were sick that day, too. I was. Yeah, yeah you yeah. were. You I was, f- but y'all had some do say for me. <laughs> <laughs> now you got the Don Julio. Hey, man, it's just, you know, a blessing. Like, um, I know D, Never, and Crooked, we've been in these clubs in Vegas way over 10 years, yeah. way yeah. over 15 years, yep. and we're still here. Yeah. Yep. If we could do it, you motherfuckers can do it, man. That's right. Exactly. Right? Don't ever sure. give up on your dreams, man, because no. we're still here. And listen to the OGs. And this guy's still breaking faders. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> <don't do> that. <laughs> That's the old crooked. <laughs> I don't do that no more. No more? No more, man. Okay. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. <laughs> he'll blow, he'll I, blow out a speaker. I, yo, you want to hear something funny? I just actually, uh, what was it, a 900? A Pioneer? I just broke a fader like three, four months ago, and I thought about Crooked was the first person <laughs> I thought about, man. I was nah, like, nah, oh, nah. Shit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. It's not true. These are lies. These are industry lies that motherfuckers make up. But we're friends, friends. Hey, yo, friends, thank you so much thank for coming, brother. Through, thank you. Thank Always you, guys. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I appreciate man. you, Shout man, out to the sure. whole DJ community out there, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to DJ City, too. Yeah. For, yes, never, yeah. for never, ever, ever shutting my account down. There's yeah. a lot of record pools out there that will shut your account down. Oh, you didn't give us a shout out. But you know what, DJ City? You guys are my favorite, man. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you don't even need a promo for that. You don't need a promo for yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but if you want to see this video alongside with any other brand new video we put out every Friday, youtube.com slash podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell to be the first to get the video. There it and is. then, yes, shout out to DJ City, man. Shout we out. Shout out to DJ City. Peace. Peace. Sun's on a Sunday. Yes. Yeah.